All right. And we are live. The last word. That Thursday evening, campfire fresh back. Here to talk destiny. We got the cheetah. And of course, we got Ty Guy Travis. And an esteemed guest we will discuss later. But let's start with the cheetah, man. How we doing, E? How's it going with you, man? Uh, doing good. Today was my wife's birthday. So baked her a cake awesome. yesterday. Uh baked two. Cause I was trying to do the the round ones with layers. And I put it all in one cake pan. Cause it's like nine inch cake pan. I didn't split it. So the mm. outside was totally cooked. Then I even put the toothpick in and everything came out clean. Inside was just raw dough. <laughs> <laughs> so had to redo, go back for the second, but got it done. Let and it, let it be known. Ebontis's shoddy dessert cooking skills are the reason I don't have the new exotic in destiny because he and I were supposed <laughs> to play last night. And we couldn't because he had to bake a second cake. Oh, we had to bake a second cake. I just want the record yeah. to reflect. Record to be show. My incomplete exotic collection is yeah. in no small part. It due works to, out though because uh, we British wanted to get off over here. We wanted to get mm-hmm. Cognito involved in the run through, so we actually do something as a podcast after yeah. two hundred and fifty episodes because yeah. we just like never play together somehow. So yeah. maybe All of us we'll... would play individually, but we haven't played as a collective. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> something. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just kind of doing that and getting ready for, I've got the stream tomorrow for the Bungie giving, uh, Bungie giving day stuff. It's tomorrow night at 6 PM. Um, so come check out for that one, donate to a good cause and see me do stupid stuff. And then other than that, just kind of keeping up with Diablo and pl- trying to squeeze a couple indies in here and there. Nice Diablo. What's going on, Trav? What's going I'm on? already done with Diablo. Let me tell you. Oh, he's over. That. Oh, I can't handle that. I can't play a single more dungeon of throw up. <laughs> oh, yeah. spicy, we'll, we'll spicy. Diablo we'll we'll said yeah. we gonna get there. We gonna get to hold that one. I want to hear that. Oh, I, I think that I think that's fair. I think a lot of people hit the wall on on uh, Diablo. The, but the good thing is Diablo is like. 14 days so two weeks away yep. from its first season and it's yep. first season Launched very soon actually like looks, 20th looks substantial 21st? Yeah, on the 20th on nice. the 20th and they're they're rolling out the patch with all of the stuff from that expansion in the on the 18th so it's actually kind of sooner than that and uh that it actually looks substantial they did a whole live stream today about like what's actually going to be in it and it looks uh Pretty beefy, like pretty the meaty. malignant so hearts and stuff like to customize yeah. your ear. Yeah. yeah, basically, they're doing that thing that Destiny sometimes does, except for Destiny doesn't admit it, where they break the game to be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, they're they're like, yeah, we're gonna make your characters like stupid because they're only gonna be around for one season, so why not? Yep. Um, so that's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm a reviewing games man, taking names. I've got a a review coming up. Uh, this week for a game nobody's heard of. And then next week I'm reviewing Remnant 2, which has been on my docket for a while. And then uh, over this uh, holiday weekend, I reviewed uh, Everybody Want to Switch, the sequel (laughs) party party game to uh, the launch title One to Switch that you may remember, uh, which I gave a four out of 10. It is very bad and you Mm. should not play it unless you want your friends to not hang out with you anymore which is what happened to me (laughs) over the weekend uh i think the opening sentence of my review is this is the first party game i've ever played where i had fewer friends after playing it so yo uh, yeah they're dodging my calls because they're afraid i'm going to try to make them play this game again um yeah so that's me doing stuff i've also got six previews in the works i'm doing a bunch of stuff one of them's going live (laughs) Cooking tomorrow at 7 a.m. Yeah, I'm doing a bunch of stuff. So 
but good time, and you could find it all on IGN.com. <laughs> there it is. Segway. Yeah. Segway. This, this podcast is the huge promotion for IGN. We do a lot of work for IGN right. here, just a little pro right. bono yeah. action. There, there are actually <laughs> 10, 10 of our 17 million followers come from Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Oh, that's uh, crazy. Right. Hold How on. About... Let me just Wait. run another Raid Shadow Legends auto bottler right here in the background. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you get it up. Get the bag. Set bro. it up. Get the yeah. bag. Get, get like 50, I'm actually not even capping. I'm going for the fusion right now. I'm playing Raid Challenges in the background as we speak. Not like I actively know. playing it. You know, no, yeah. set, up auto set up auto battles and come back. We're, to out, we're, we're doing it, baby. I know, I know we haven't introduded the guest yet, but can I ask mm. him a question that's related that's to fine. Raid Shadow yeah. Legends? Go ahead. So I know nothing about that game except for two things. One, that they got big pockets for influencers. Like they just pay, mm. like everyone is, they're, they're sort of like the powder people you guys deal with. Like everybody's The got, powder like, people? <laughs> what, what, what are they? Yeah. You're not yeah. wrong. GG. GG, that's what they're called. Because like Raid was my first and my first sponsor. So if anybody, it's like, yeah. I just call it the Scarface Corporation. Um, okay, cool. But yeah, uh, wait. Yeah, so, so yeah, the they they got all the money. And the second thing I know about them is that all of their ads that I've seen, and maybe I'm being targeted by a very specific algorithm, all the ads I've seen seem extremely sexual. I don't know yeah, what happens in this game, but there's some topless elf that's looking yeah. at me amorously, and it says anything goes or something to that effect. Ooh. And I'm like, yo, what is happening really? in Raid Shadow Legends? You're Am getting I that supposed? targeted, bro. I'm getting the strategy yeah. stuff. It's like, do you like okay. well, making like the, the perfect team and min-maxing? I'm yeah. like, yeah! <laughs> well, like the last one, I had like a discussion with like, I had to do like a Death Knight little like skit back and forth. Yeah, Did you see that? Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. like, yeah, I'm actually talking to Death Knight and having a little discussion with him. So I'm like, yeah, if you're getting me over sexualized, I think that's just more your browser history coming into play there. So, no, <laughs> did you review Genshin like, Impact? That would explain it. <laughs> I did. I did review Genshin Impact. Oh, that, no. you're, you're done. <laughs> yep, you're done. And, yep. and, yeah, and that is a so uh, at first, at first, I just thought it was one of those porn ads and, you know, cause it's like yeah. all these sex games that are coming out. But then I saw the name. I was like, wait, that's that game that all of the influencers play. Like, what the hell is this ad yeah. doing? It was it, very odd. No, it's literally, yeah. you just, I'm not going to get too into Raid Shadow Legends. It's not the topic of thing, but, <laughs> but I'll just say, <laughs> listen, it's, it's, a, it's a gotcha game and it got me okay. you know like what can i say it got yeah, me yeah, and yeah. uh putting yeah. together the teams like the whole point is picking all there's all these champions you pick your champions which ones work with the other ones and putting together a team to do it that i actually do love and there's a surprising amount of depth in yeah. that and so like it's just like a fun game i play in the back because i was like you know what i'm gonna try the game i'm gonna give it a fair shake before i do the sponsorships and then once i started like like basically being absolutely you know caught in its grip i was like all right you know what i mean like so, it, yeah, you're right, though. They put out so many ads, and it is actually such an interesting, like, thought discussion of, like, they have, like, put out so many ads that everyone knows about them, but in doing so, they've almost tarnished their own uh, thing because the, the minute you say Ray Challenge, and everyone's like, oh, oh. you know? So it's like, did it help yep. them or hurt them by doing that? It's yep. such right. an interesting I, I, I found this ad. Crap. It is... It is for sure Raid Shadow Legends ad. Okay. I, I saw it on I saw now, it on Reddit. And are some of the champions looking real good? 
Yes. All right. They're very stylized. Very stylized. Very stylized. You know what I mean? When you have the power of to summon fire, do you really need to be wearing? You know, you gotta you You gotta breathe. That's what I'm saying. This lady's booty cheeks are out in this. Oh, cheeks is out. Oh, the cheeks. If if you're a PlayStation fan, you've got what is it? Stellar Blade coming up, where it literally is like skin Mm. tight. You know, I mean, just it's just depends on the audience. So, anyway, right. Cog, okay, what have you been I'm up to? Crazy. Yeah, yeah Cog, go on. For go real, on. Diablo, man, getting Diablo finally done. Shout out to Back for Daddies in the chat. He was helping me get through a lot of the main content. Shout out to Demon and and uh, Kaibatsu. Just having fun with it, man. And um, yeah, I really liked it. I really liked the story. You know, getting into the now the the end game and Paragon and skill trees and all that stuff. But I started to see some of the flaws that was getting on my nerves as far as like you know, doing like a whole act and, you know, a big dungeon and some of the drops not being for my class. And then like, yeah, and I'm just like, come on. And then the disconnects were getting to me a bit. And I was just like, all right, I get like no disconnects. Oh, bro. I get disconnects all the time. Not only do I get disconnected, I get sent to dashboard. Now that's imagine, oh, now imagine you have a hard, that's your problem. Okay. Oh, now that's imagine oh, okay. you have a hardcore character and those disconnects delete your character. <laughs> oh. Imagine that, dude. That's Bro, a thing. That's what happened to you? Yeah. Oh, that's no, no, not to me. No, I don't play hardcore. No. Yeah. I value yeah. my time. But like other people play hardcore and if you disconnect, you're done. People lost like level 100 or oh, almost level 100 no. characters from disconnects. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, that sounds like um Outriders energy. <laughs> Remember when I was showing up in the, in the boxes? In the, I was no, like, yeah, where's my was, character? <laughs> it was just timing. Somebody's in the middle of like a hardcore level 95 dungeon or something, disconnect to come back yeah. and they don't have a character to log into. Insane. Overall experience was fun. Really loved the mid-maxing. And if, for a guy like me who's such a build crafter, it satisfies that so amazing. Oh, it the, is the so Paragon amazing. addiction is oh, a problem, dude. Like when it's you're like, oh, I just want the next level. And every once you're above 50, you get like four paragons. So like quarter of a bar. Yeah. Oh, I got a point. Where's this one gonna go? It's like yeah, it's, it's a good little addiction. <laughs> like I play Destiny and find my own fun for having my own builds and stuff in Destiny, but their build crafting is next. And I like that I can strip yeah, it's, it's so good. Oh, like stripping perks off of the legendary. I watch your video E and stuff like that, putting them on stuff. And then now we're really creating those synergies. And that's what really, really makes it fun. But yeah, salute to them. I'll probably play a little bit more, but um, there's some destinies. I guess we got to talk about what he's been yeah, patient. So. <laughs> Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 256. This week, we got a bit of a surprise deviation from the standard deep dives. A controversial timer has made its return and the rewards for all this effort seem to be a little bit divisive. But before we get to all that, tonight we are joined by a legend. This man has been making videos on YouTube for more than a decade. A veteran of the shooting and looting genres from Battlefield, Borderlands, Call of Duty, and Division, but now Destiny is his main squeeze, outside of Raid Shadow Legends, of course. While it's no doubt nearly everyone has watched one of our guests' Raid Guides for Dummies, What he is likely more infamous for, even if the infamy is unjustified, is his video intros. This man will sacrifice his wife and kids to get the exotic quest, dungeon, and raid guides out almost quicker than anyone, and yet the community turns around and gives him a hard time about bringing a bit of levity and charm to his content. Let this man cook, because you know it's always going to be a fire guide. So let's welcome the man who hails from the great white north, who has seen more Zambonis than tractors, and picked a the, a great indoor career for his summer season that doesn't last much longer than a fortnight. One of the nicest guys you'll get a chance to meet. 
and one who truly is just as fun in person. As you can tell, he is having fun making his content. A man whose downstairs is as well-kept as his upstairs, thanks to Manscaped, knows kiwi and lime is the only way to a focused life, and a man who has reached true gold status on YouTube with well over one million subscribers and is flirting with half a billion views. So without further ado, what is up, guys? It's your boy, Campfire Cacus. Oh my goodness. That's yeah, might be your goal. That might that, be your goal. I'm just going to take that. That's my new intro. You thought, you know? Eat us a pass, be about it. Oh, here. dude, pass, there's going to be, if I do that, there's going to be some livid Redditors after that. Because that, that was a heck of an intro, let me tell you. How you doing, man? What's going I'm on? I'm doing good. Now yeah, you're officially I'm, on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing good. You know, Destiny is a very in, in a very interesting spot, but... I've you literally, <laughs> I've literally been playing this game since the alpha. I know that's like a meme, like an I'm an alpha veteran. I am literally a yeah. Destiny One alpha veteran, and so there's been so many ups and downs at this point. Like I kind of just like you know what the game's not doing too hot, and that's fine. I'm just gonna use this. To, you know, I'm gonna do some like content, but by schedule now instead of a video every day, it's every you know couple of days or whatever, and you know spend some more time with the family. You know, go on some vacations, chill, and then when the next season comes, everything turns into high gear. So like, I'm not too, you know, it, I've just been through so many times like this. It doesn't like stress me out too much anymore. No doubt, no doubt. Kakis in a building, man. Look, it's always good to see you. Got a, got a chance to see a lot of the latest content. Love that you're still kind of in the grind. You still got the energy. You still got the passion. I guess I was going to say, like, how's your feeling now? Because you brought it up. Like, what's your feeling now on, like, everybody kind of in this spot where it's like, I'm quitting or, you know, I'm moving. Like, do you do you get influenced that? Do you do you ever get to that point where it's like, you know what? I don't know if I can play this game right now. Or you just so- you're married from the alpha. Yeah, well, one of the one of the I still like the game. I still enjoy the game, and like when you're in a fun piece of content, like when when I'm in that you know new exotic quest, it it's like oh, it's intense, it's fun, and you're trying to figure out your build. What can we do to take this? Oh, I'm gonna use my storm chaser god roll I got from a while back. Like you know, I I love that. Um, but you know, I kind of I don't really stream. Like I streamed very casually for a little bit. And then kind of step back when I uh, my daughter was born. And so I think that's a big factor. Like not like giving up streaming gives up a massive chunk of promotion revenue and it has some huge downsides to giving it up. But it really helps with not getting burnt out because when you're not playing for like five hours a day, you can just kind of die. you can play for five hours of the day, but then you could have other days where you maybe play for an hour, don't play at all. And then you can dial it in and out however you're feeling. I think that really helps with not getting burnt out. Um, so that's kind of my secret to like not quitting every other season, you know? No, I mean, I'm, that's kind of one of those two. It's like I stream when things are active, kind of as you're saying, it's like content mm-hmm. goes up and try and stream. But it's like, I mean, Travis is the epitome of variety because it's literally his job to play a bunch of stuff and step out and see other things. Um, do you do like variety stuff like offline outside of raid, of course? But <laughs> so it's well, it's interesting you say that because like there's two types of variety, right? Like, there's playing variety like if you're playing variety right if you're playing a different game are you covering that game or are you not uh i actually just started with a friend just before this we started borderlands one again right we were gonna play through all the borderlands games because we did that years ago just as a casual thing i'm not gonna make any content on that right and uh 
Diablo as well. I went in there. I'm not trying to make content on it. I was maybe thinking about it, but it's like two different experiences. If you're like trying to make content, you're playing a very certain way. You're going super hard. You're trying to figure out like, how can I make content out of this? And it's very different than when you just play completely casually and you end up enjoying it more. So I definitely dabble with a lot of stuff. I just don't necessarily cover it. Yeah, Mm. that's fair. Wanted to backtrack because you did sound like you had some Diablo slander early, and I need to know what this, what was yes, going on. All right, listen, after. Diablo four to ten game. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. <laughs> all right, no, no, no. Um, so basically, yeah, Diablo. I I played and I played it with Mtash off the start. He was making content, so yeah. like off the start, we went hard. Like we beat the entire um, campaign in like a day, and we were just absolutely grinding. And I got like at my start a necromancer. I got to like level. It's like level 65 right now or something. But then he went off on his own because I, you know, I wasn't going to play as hard as him to, to keep up with him. So he went off on his own. I started a new character. I started a barbarian. because I was like, you know, Necromancer is like the worst class. And if you're running Bone Spear, maybe it's good. Other than that, it's trash. And it, it's funny, like I would, you know, be level 50, whatever, in the first couple of days or, or higher, World Tier 3. And I'd be looking up these guides of people... End game necromancer build, bro. This build is insane. And this guy's like level 30, right? And he has like 250,000 views. And it's like, I put the build on and it can't do anything at level 50. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, but in any event, I started my berserker because I was like, okay, necro's not working out. What am I gonna do? I'm gonna do my berserker whirlwind barb. Okay. And I got to like level 40. I was just solo playing up to level 40. And then they nerf it. And they don't just nerf it. They like destroy it. And Ooh. that killed a lot of my motivation. I'm like, I started a whole new character to play this build. And it's still in early access. The game isn't even out yet. And it's like gutted already. So then I started a druid. Because I was like, well, there's two, like pulverized druid and, a, you know. But then like playing that through, I was kind of like, man... I just kind of really got sick of, of the grind in the sense of like really the best way to level up, the most efficient way to level up is to be in the dungeon with the highest density of enemies and just do it over and over and over and over again. And that is just so mind numbing. It is so horrible of a way to level up. Uh, I want to be doing these the fun things. But, better on that. Yeah. So, but you got to understand, like I'm talking about like within the first week of oh, this know, game yeah. coming out. Right. So I haven't gone back in. And now it's to the point, like Travis mentioned, hey, season one's coming. Why would I go back in now? Especially season one is so close. I'm going to start a new character. That's probably when I'm going to try the game again. But that really killed it for me. It's like, I don't want to just sit in the same content and do it over and over again. The build crafting in the world and the cinematics is fantastic. I had the most fun playing through the campaign. Then after that, I think like I, I just really didn't care enough to like just level up it just is such a uh, it was a horrible process at that time and one other quick follow-up question i always wanted to ask you because we haven't talked in a while mr homie so there's never been no other game that ever tempted you like for example like a warframe you know division you know is anything right now out there that maybe got your eyes you're like you know what i'm so there's absolutely games that tempted me, but the problem is like every Destiny competitor implodes and dies, bro. We had Anthem. Backslaps in the chat. Yeah, Anthem did not work out, and Anthem, like that game coming out, I I thought it had so much promise. It looks so cool, and I'm gonna be a slightly contrarian. I actually did have fun playing Anthem. I, I know because I didn't have any 
glitches. And I totally understand. Like, I know a lot of people. In fact, the guy I was playing with, man, he would, like, disconnect, glitch. He was having a horrible time, right? So, like, I'm not here to say, like, anyone's wrong about disliking Anthem. Especially from a technical standpoint, you couldn't even enjoy that game, a lot of people. But, like, whatever reason, my rig was, like, the Anthem-blessed rig. And it just did not... It never glitched. Um, And so, like, when you're playing specifically like there's so many problems with the game but like when you're playing specifically like strongholds with a team that knew what they were doing and you were like doing the combos of like you'd set up like uh you know uh you prime enemies and then explode them and you had things that like would uh it was like the setup and then the the, the explosion you guys yeah. remember yeah. what i'm talking yep. about i kinda? remember yep. yeah. the primer and the thing yes yeah. the primer and the detonator and like yeah. you'd have like someone go in with the flamethrower be like all right they're all primed you go in with the missile barrage you detonate. you're like this is sick this is sick but then it was like how many times are you going to play those strongholds? It's like, um, like the Diablo problem. It's like, that was the only thing there was to do. And, and half the gear in the game didn't work properly. And like the descriptions mismatched. Yeah. So yeah. it totally deserved, uh, I, man, it, 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 deserved it had it. the it promise. It had yeah. more yeah. promise than people kept, uh, gave it credit for. Mm-hmm. Um, but it just, it, it died. Borderlands three came out fine. And it's kind of where is that now? You know, like no Warframe? Um, no Warframe? Warframe, as soon as there was like, okay, you want a new weapon? Come back in 24 hours, you lost me. I'm done. Yeah. Like as soon that's, as it was like, yeah, you want on that one. In 48 hours, you can get your weapon, like I'm out. That I the deal breaker right. for me. So, division two. Division two. What was that? I played you a crap ton of yeah, division two. Covered I covered it and I got back into it around Warlords and I ended up going back okay. and doing some raids and stuff. But again, that was like I wasn't making content. I was just like having fun with it. So I do have I do love division, but Ooh. like um yeah, it just like never is up there to compete with Destiny. Like it never it, it like starts, but then it peters out and they don't give it enough attention. Like Ubisoft is on the freaking 10 year lifespan. Um, and so they'll give it these little injections of content for a ridiculously long time. But I think it needed just like more bigger. Like why had Warlords come out like two years after the game or whatever it did? That should have been like, you know, the first, almost like the Taken King style or um, mm-hmm. a better example is like, yeah, like something like Forsaken style, but, but it was like even a longer timeline for Division. Oh, yeah. So yeah, just had to ask. Just always, always was. Cool. Oh yeah. Well, there's now the, the first descendant. It yeah. looks a little yeah, bit yeah, cool. Really yeah, I played that. Play, yeah, you and I, you and I. I don't. Did I play with you? We might have. TV, I, you, me, and TV. I think played like one session together. Yeah, yeah, I. It was like I had some fun in that game. Is it the perfect game? Also, no. It's free to play though, which is really interesting. Yeah. Which all these other games haven't been. Um. But just, man, they just cannot nail the, like, live service looter shooter. No one can do it like Destiny can. It, it just, like... Which is crazy. You'd think, you'd think someone would be at a board meeting be like, they hate this game. Look at these tweets. They're looking They're looking for somewhere to go. You know what That's I mean? Like, I, I can't believe point. no one's, like, been like, we, if we do a looter shooter, bro, like, they, we're going to get so many people who are, like, disenfranchised with Destiny to move over, but it just never happened. Yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. Anything else, Trav, or anything else before we get into what's going on? I was just going to say, I think uh, the reason you don't see a lot of looter shooter competitors anymore is because people are like, why go for that when you can be way more successful than Destiny is? And you see that there are live service games, the most successful ones that are more successful than Destiny aren't looter shooters. They're battle royales by and large, right? And so that's sort of where the... And, you know, you can... 
you were also saying I like the idea that uh, the live service model isn't just applicable to one genre of game, right? We get to see like the um, uh, Fall Guys be successful mm-hmm. as a live service game and yep. Rocket League be successful as a live service game, but then also games like Diablo 4 with ARPG. I don't think we've ever seen an ARPG that was a live service game. Maybe Prison of Elders, or not Prison of Elders. Um, Path of Exile? Path of Exile. Path of Exile. <laughs> I got the acronym. You got the acronym, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, Path of Exile, I guess, uh, counts. But I, I like the idea that that there's uh, a lot of different options. I think the reason people don't choose looter shooters is there's not a lot of looter shooters out there uh, or companies that are known for making it. And the ones that do make shooter games are probably more likely to try making a battle royale game um, like Modern Warfare did. Uh, yeah so uh, yeah that's true um but at the same time um if you look at call of duty for that example it's it's almost a getting some looter shooter vibes at this point where it's like every bundle has like different versions of these weapons and and you know you get all the it's like 25 different attachments and, and you're completely changing like it's not before it was like you got the M4. This is the M4. Yeah. This is the AK47. Now it's like, well, you got the M4, but you can put on the nine millimeter rounds. You can put on the four five eight SOCOM rounds. You can do like four hundred different things. Um, and so it's not quite. You're not like looting that stuff. You're going and leveling up and earning it. Um, but it just isn't like the way they balance it is actually strikingly similar to like how Destiny balances like the archetypes, right? Where it's like it all is. it does like I... slight different variations in damage to try to get to like so. It, it, I, I, I think the thing that makes it not a looter shooter is I would define a looter shooter as being a live service shooter game where PVE is the main driver of content. That's true. Well, and they I, came out I, with I, uh, I, uh, yeah. the what's it called? D- DMZ mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that you're really that's too. quite literally you're going out and looting and that's very looter shooter esque. But now they're just sell now they're just selling bundles where if you have this skin you automatically start with a UAV. It's just literally pay to win bundles. So that 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 game modes they're pretty much done with at this point, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think think? they're. uh, I I think uh, the other thing is that it's in addition to not being as potentially profitable profitable as something like a battle royale, um, making PVE content is way harder. Yeah, and people, people always seem less satisfied with it. So why would you put yourself in a position where you have to create a whole bunch of story content when you can just create one map and then pop in like mm-hmm. a couple skins every couple months? And like that That's model very is very true. Everything yeah. you said is correct. However, I think you could also say like, do you want to be the twentieth battle royale live service game competing for everyone's attention, or the second looter shooter live service game competing for everyone's attention? I yeah. th- so I think we like you know first descended. There are some games making moves. You know, division. Do we sure. have division Heartlands coming out soon as well and stuff like that? So. Outriders. I think Outriders, Outriders was trying, but they yeah. they never pitched themselves as a live service. And they, no, yeah, they never did. Yeah, yeah, and it, right. yeah, they were intentionally like anti live service. Like the game is the game. It is they were, which I kind of liked in some aspect because like you can't people cannot be into too many live service games. Like you just takes up correct. too much of your time. Yeah, I, I say I love live service games. Please stop making them. Is kind yeah. of my mantra. <laughs> um, but though, I, like... I think, uh, yeah, it absolutely is. I, I, I think that the reason that they do that is because one, they they want to appeal to that crowd that maybe is exhausted by or turned off by live service games, and that crowd it does exist because I fight with them all the time online. Uh, and then I think the other reason is they their team is nowhere near big enough to actually support a PVE live service game. Like you basically need three separate development teams. 
And I don't think there's a lot of publishers out there that are willing to invest in that. Hey, it's one game and we don't even know if it's going to be successful yet. And before the game is out, we have to have three development teams yeah. because all the games that were hits like Anthem that didn't have a live service roadmap already being worked on failed, no matter how successful they were. Mm -hmm. Halo Infinite was yeah. supremely successful at launch. And because their team did zero planning, zero hiring for the roadmap, it just imploded because you can't launch a live service game and then figure out the roadmap later. Like yep. you have to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. And I think a lot of companies are really afraid of hiring an enormous staff and then not even knowing if their game is going to be successful. Very true. And I think, uh, I think Sony's going to try that model. That's why they announced they're doing like 12 live service games in five years or whatever it was. I think they're expecting only one or two of those to actually be successful. Because if one make... is, if one I mean, is, Destiny, that's all everyone you need is one. Exactly. Yep. Everyone memes on Destiny, but it's like, it is a money generating machine. You have yep. like an extremely loyal audience who is coming back all the time and and just like you know it, it gets a lot of attention it's constantly one of the top like it, we meme on destiny for being dead but realistically it is not such a force in the gaming <laughs> I industry people that but all the time. i just wanted to ask like taiga you said like there's three different teams in your development like for destiny like what the pve pvp oh, oh, no the uh, at bungie there's the uh the main production team and then there's alpha and omega they're two development teams that do seasonal content and, and they diablo trade between too. odd and even seasons diablo mm -hmm. copied that model and a lot of other um that's ba basically bungie kind of invented the model that is now being used for most live service teams where you staff up one team that's making like annual big releases and that team fluctuates on who's on it and then you have two standing teams that work on seasonal content just to keep the ball rolling mm. and, and then you got halo. all three of those teams and put them on two completely different games you know i was just about to ask you that i was just about to ask you that i'm sorry yeah, so I, I, I mean we, we, we can criticize them because i think that they have sort of been taking advantage of their position and they got lucky right like D destiny made all the mistakes i'm talking about like when they launched they had no life service model because that Excellent. entire model was invented yep. by them but they also had a huge content drought that would have killed oh, yeah. any other any game. Other game. It would have, the only reason it didn't kill Destiny is because Destiny didn't have to live in a world where Destiny already existed, right? Like if Anthem came out at the same time as Destiny, they would both be successes. I Actually, Anthem might be more successful depending just because of that. I think there's a broader reach with that that audience. But uh, yeah, it, it's a, it's interesting to see this all go down and, and it's exciting, man. This is why... I work in games because it's uh, such a uh, uncharted territory. That's, Everybody's still that's true. Like out. after um, the Taken King, it was oh, nothing, nothing until the yeah. until the April update. I remember Preach. the April update was a Preach. free update. They added a bunch of new weapons and stuff. Preach. But like that is a heck of a yeah. long time where nothing came out. Yes, no. Except for sparrow point. racing, which is why everyone thinks they like sparrow racing, is because there is literally nothing else to do. Sparrow racing. Stop asking for sparrow. If oh, one developer, on. if one developer is putting time into sparrow racing over making a new PvP map, right, then fair, they yeah. got fair, fair. no way, dude. Right, that's you're right, you're, you're right on that one, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I like it. <laughs> it was yeah. it was interesting. It was it was, it was, it was fun too. It was fun for the top. But the, I want to backtrack to what you and Travis were going at as far as and, and I don't know if E was going to mention this in reference to marathon and the, and the controversy right now in the community. There's a huge uproar. Destiny PvPers feel completely neglected 
rightfully so. You know, as far we know about the map situation, we know about the complete lack of focus in PvP. And now here's the new child, Cactus. Marathon it, dedicated servers. The new Cactus. favorite child. The new favorite. All our favorite faces we see in the Vidoc. And, oh. and we're feeling abandoned, Cactus. Is this right? Or how, what's your thought so, on this whole thing? So here's my opinion on this whole thing. Um, I completely... So undoubtedly some massive talent that was working on destiny is now working on marathon has that impacted destiny negatively probably you know what i'm gonna say yes because if bungie says no it's like what do you mean no like you know what i mean like you're gonna have to put aside your ego and and look at the state of the game like it undoubtedly did impact destiny negatively just like with state of pvp we haven't gotten the pvp maps for so long and all this stuff um at the same time i don't think it's realistic for the fans to be like no you need to work on destiny forever like you have these extremely talented devs have been working on destiny for probably over a decade like how long were they working on it before it even came out and they're like i want to try something new right and that is totally understandable like you can't just be like no don't ever try anything new rebalance you know pulse rifles 300 times for it's just it's just no one's gonna they're gonna they're gonna leave somebody tried somebody tried to do that to bungie and they left and that group was called microsoft if you yeah Mm -hmm. keep making halos keep making halo yeah Yeah, exactly exactly so i think that like you you can't for bungie themselves it's like you're just gonna have to take that hit you're gonna be like look we're gonna lose literally lose these developers they're gonna go to another studio and and pursue different things they're gonna go insane if we make them work on destiny so we gotta rotate them to something different okay now again does that negatively impact destiny i think arguably yes but it could also in the future positively impact destiny they're gonna learn a crap ton of stuff from marathon they're gonna learn a ton right with a different genre of game and Stuff they try in Marathon, stuff that maybe would be very risky to try in Destiny, if it works, they can apply it to Destiny. Hey, let's try this new type of weapon, right? That shoots a plasma ball or something weird, right? Wow, everyone loves it in Marathon. You know what? I think we could probably do a version of that in Destiny and like we can apply a lot of the lessons. Once they get the dedicated server architecture up from Mm. Marathon, that would be like something that you could eventually port over Mm. to a Destiny type game potentially or for certain things or for certain PvP Mm. matches. So like, I think in the long run, it's actually going to be somewhat beneficial that they're gaining all this experience from a dedicated PvP game. Um, But in the short term, just when we're talking resources and where they're being spent, yeah, like I understand that the community is like a little bit annoyed, right? Not a little bit, very annoyed. It's a balance too is what you're saying. Go ahead, Travis. Sorry. I was going to say a couple things. One, I would like to confirm using a source inside Bungie that uh, the feeling that some of the talent that went to work on other games has affected Destiny negatively is uh, felt by people who work at the studio, uh, according to at least one person I talked to. So that's certainly true. Uh, That's not to say that the method is bad, or sorry, that the idea of moving more senior people to other projects is bad. That's actually the standard in the industry, and it's not just the standard in this industry. You see, you know, when a successful screenwriter writes a TV show, they'll work on like one or two seasons, and then they leave the show to junior writers, and they go and they work on the next show. You want them doing that because they're your most talented people. They're your frontiersmen, and so they need to be like 
ideating. That's also how you keep them happy and, and not burn them out because they are creative people. So I think that part is totally fine. The problem is if players feel like that talent is leaving and nothing is rushing in to fill the void, mm -hmm. that hurts. And so when you work on new projects, all of those projects should be additive to your company. They should never feel like you're moving resources from your adding and adding them somewhere else. And then you're taking away from that game. And so it's possibly Bungie's inability to hire new talent or train them adequately so that they can build the game at the same quality and pace. Uh, and don't forget this all happened during the great resignation, right? During COVID when companies were famously having a really hard time keeping their employees. Uh, and so I think that has something to do with it too, is, is the macroeconomics of the situation. But anytime a player feels like something they're seeing happening behind the scenes is affecting the real show that's happening live, that's bad. And so regardless of what the reason is, I think Bungie has handled the transition poorly and that's something they have to own and fix, right? They have to train their junior people how to run their game and how to make it better than uh, yeah. we've seen with Lightfall. And I think there is a glimmer of that. We saw Witch Queen, which I know there was a lot of, of junior talent on that at that point as well. So um, I, I, think, I think there are other reasons. But yeah. to, to somewhat interrupt, you, but not really interrupt, to add, I think a, a, almost a better example of this is the weapons team. Uh, the people working on the weapons are doing a phenomenal job. We get a ton of new weapons. Right. And do you remember when we didn't get new weapon perks pretty much until uh, the Gambit-themed expansion, the Season of the Drifter? It was no new perks other than... Um, the one for sniper rifles that reduced your flinch. Uh, right. But that was it. And then it was like multi-kill clip and all that stuff. We get multiple new perks every single season. Yeah. That spice things up. I mean, you know, we get... Uh, Origin bait, perks. Bait and switch is now on rocket launchers. Huge yeah. deal and stuff like that. Like, uh, and, 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 and the, the controlled burst for fusion rifles is really pumping it all life into fusion rifles for PVE and stuff like that. So they're doing a phenomenal job. It's just like this allocation of resources. I would almost say, like, do we need this many new weapons every season? Um, I would rather have half the amount of weapons and then a couple more armor perks, to be honest, in terms of, like, to yeah. really Talk mix to things up. Or a PvP but, map. Or a PvP <laughs> map. That, that's a good point, right? Like, do, do we need 400 new weapons and, and 300 new Eververse items, right? Like, I think oh. we need to start dialing that down and, like, let's kind of reshift focus here on what, like, means a lot for players yeah i mean you guys pretty much covered everything i was thinking about saying um but that's kind of the balance is, as you said it's like if you want to make your developers who you think are very talented keep in the studio and there's a bunch of people who want to make a new game and revive marathon and make an extraction shooter and i mean the art style is amazing and the artists a bunch of are really cool and i'm looking forward to checking it out but on the other side as you said it's a balance of having a lot of new weapon perks and we get, you know, some reskin weapons, but we get weapon perks. We get raid weapons that have new perk combinations that are really fire. Like last wish, everybody wants literally everything in there. It's amazing. But also, you know, as Travis kind of covered the timing didn't help with, you know, like the pandemic and hiring and things of that nature, but somewhere in there, there does need to be a balance. And that's where I think the PVP community just, it didn't help anything when it got the slap in the face of dedicated servers, like dedicated security team um, and all of those yeah. types of things. When they're asking about this stuff for years and years and years, it's got everything. PVP does not It's got everything you idiots have been asking for for the last two years. Yeah. I mean, and then I, I was going to say, and then when it comes to maps, it's just kind of like, I know. And as you said, it's like, you got a weapons team, they're building weapons, building perks, and that's not the same set of talent. That's the, that's going to go make a good flowing PVP map. You need different people to do that. But then you have something like 
uh what is this ubisoft game i'm forgetting um division division two no it's the For shooter Honor. no it's the Rainbow new Six shooter Siege? Uh, it's like in beta oh, access. X Defiant. X Defiant. X we, Defiant. They were in like the summer game showcase. Thank you. It was like I was gonna get there, and but they said they're like, and again, the maps may not be that great. They literally have a map every month this coming once they come out, and it was like twelve yeah. maps in an entire year, and I'm like, and so it's like it's a balance, and that's where you have to wonder. It's like there was a conscious choice to say, hey, I know these PvP people want to go make an extracted shooter, fine, but at some point, somebody in the studio somewhere needs to be like, should we do? something more in here and again i don't know if it's like they were doing the engine changeovers and is like well if we're changing over an engine can we also make a map and then make it the new engine or the old so it's like there's a lot of questions to figure out where all the resources were placed and put and what the priorities were done that's a bunch of stuff we'll never know unless jason schreier writes another book but <laughs> i still would be curious to or rebecca valentine she's crushing yeah, she would, she would have a hell of a book too now yeah um, the, the soul of the, the soul of but yeah it's like that's kind of the wonder of like what over the past like four years where were the resources allocated because yeah the pvp not saying it's like but yeah just a maps well, Bungie, alone and then gambit gambit's drowning in the pool from the meme Bungie so. needs to realize that the biggest advertisement for marathon is destiny 2 pvp and if it is doing poorly and you're trying to advertise your next PvP game, every single player, person, YouTuber, personality is going to be saying, we don't trust these idiots to make a PvP game because here is their PvP they're currently in charge of, and it's been neglected, and it's been unbalanced, and you know what I mean? Like, it's just, you you, you want to be yeah, yeah, having your... But exactly. on the, on the other right? side, what if they turn around and say, hey, we've got some <laughs> Sony money, let's go pay some of these people, like... Lupo and other people and send them specifically okay either way but like you know when you see people yeah. like Lupo and I'm trying to remember the other person they got like the marathon packages there are people who are not playing Destiny right now so are you pulling in oh, a different yeah. audience as well so like are the people Can who I are going to jump into marathon are they going to be the same people some of course will so try it but are you again, but, not talking to a different audience but again like it's also just word of mouth like you talk to your friends like that. hey know. how's Destiny 2 people brash you know what I mean like again like even if it they do influence some influencers and all that stuff at the end of the day it's like it's going to be a hard it's going to be a tough sell to sell your new pvp game when your current pvp is in a bad state and so yeah, they need yeah. to realize they if the better they make destiny 2 pvp the the more people are going to be excited for marathon like honestly can i offer a bow of optimism on this segment what okay oh. yeah oh, so I, i'm going i'm going to exclusively reveal something to you guys and by exclusively reveal oh. to you i'm gonna world say, premiere I, I, world premiere. <laughs> world premiere <laughs> yeah. uh uh i, I the reason exclusive. it's exclusive is because i pitched it to my editors at ign and they were like no nobody nobody on our site reads about destiny um, which is fair. Um, so uh, I was invited to a round table with some uh, Bungie developers recently um, where we were talking about the seasonal model and what's going on with Destiny and the future of Destiny leading up to the final shape. Um, and I was able to ask them some questions, uh, some of them that I had prepared in advance and some of them that I just asked on the spot. And I thought it was interesting that the question that they specifically left to answer last was a question that I had submitted of asking about the future of PvP and Gambit. And uh, the, the news isn't necessarily the quote, but the way they gave me the quote, which is that they refused to answer the question 
and then alluded to their event in August uh, as being the potential for us knowing about it. So my question was, I'm going to read from a transcript here oh, so that go. I can just quote them, right. was uh, some parts of the game, this is my question, some parts of the game rarely get any love these days, namely Gambit and Crucible. Since you've announced your plan on switching up the way seasons work, is the team considering PvP-focused seasonal activities as a way to spice things up? How about Gambit? And their answer was, we don't have anything to announce today, but we're going to have a whole lot more information on the seasonal model as it relates to Gambit and PvP-focused content at the Destiny 2 Showcase in August. Oh, mm. that's, the spe that's specifics. Yeah, that they could have just hit us with the first, they could have had us with the first half of the sentence, and that would have been that's marketing right. speak, and we'd be like, you ain't doing nothing. But it's, yeah, go, yeah. Okay, 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 okay. No, no, I'm no, not on your right. NDA, by the way. Somebody said yeah, yeah. Uh, the embargo lifted on July 3rd. I just didn't publish anything because my editor didn't buy it. Yeah, but, but yeah that's I'm very interesting. I think, dude, what surprised me is when I think Destiny Tracker or someone released the like numbers and it's like 500,000 or 600,000 people playing PVE and then like 500,000 people playing Crucible. And like, even if people are in there for like one game, it's like they actually have so many people who love Destiny 2 PVP. It is like very unusual the amount of people they have that are so passionate about PVP and how much they neglect them. Like, it's kind of like you guys could just do the bare minimum and get so much love here. So hopefully someone's like, okay, enough is enough. Let's shift some resources. Like let's get this done here. Yeah. Ooh. And during the review period in Lightfall, uh, after we saw the game early, people, we meeting people in the press, they uh, had, a, I can't remember which executive it was, but a Bungie executive emailed everybody after the event. And his response was basically like, Hey guys, we know you weren't super stoked about what you saw. This is before Lightfall. Wow, came out, but wow. Like he basically was like, hey, like here's some damage control email. <laughs> and a big part of the email was, hey, we know that Destiny's been pretty stale lately and we're working on it. And this was a year ago, right? Mm. And so mm. my thinking is that this answer and follow-up is like, hey, we're finally actually going to get to what we talked about with seasons finally being different. And so this yeah. isn't something where they just threw it at me spur of the moment. Like we've heard messaging from them before, people in the press about them like rethinking and reorganizing the way that they do seasons. And I think they understand the problem and they have been for a while. I think they because included language in a TWAB about this as well. Correct so. me if I'm wrong, but you know, the originally Lightfall was not, well, Lightfall was the end yep. and now they've added the final shape. So it seems like, well, the rumor is you know, all but confirmed rumor is that they had these three expansions they realized they weren't going to get it done. They had to add a stopgap expansion, Lightfall, which also would mean they have to add three new seasons yep. around that year. So maybe why Season the Deep isn't as amazing as everyone thinks it is type of thing, even though like the dungeon was great and all that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Totally. Uh, And yeah, so it's is, kind uh, of, you know, I think it's it's like... on the show here a lot too. And it, yeah, it so I think confirmed. Yeah. it's, yeah. So it's it's very interesting, like, yeah, we get through, we almost like get through this year. And then once we get to the final shape, we're like back on track. Like this is their original vision. Like we kind of just have to have the stopgap year. And then once final shape comes out, so potentially it's like things are going to be absolutely bumping. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully. That's the hope. Yeah. That's the hope. And if they can, if they can re, uh, reformat seasons and, and add some variety there as well in the meantime, I think that'd be huge. So, if there was any PvP or Gambit focused oh, activity in the season, just, that would be amazing. That, that would be, be huge. Just to qu quickly interrupt, there may or may not, but definitely is a thunderstorm happening outside my oh, house. Okay, so if you guys, see, okay. if, you guys yeah. see, if I disconnect or if you hear a loud bang or 
you might hear some hail. I hear the rain. Let me. I hear the rain. Me, yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. Well, let, no, you sure. good. You good. No, you good. You good. good. Nice little ambience, little white noise. Okay. Yeah. You good, bro? You good? You good? We understand. We lower this. <laughs> <laughs> you good, bro? Be safe. Yeah. That's the main thing. Oh no! You believe understand. me, down here, like my wife and I joke about thunderstorm Thursday because for the longest time, like in spring mm. and up until probably July when we started cooking, it was every Thursday, like. Here, I don't know if I'm going to have the podcast. There was one night it got knocked out in the middle of it, and I had to go wow. hide in the closet with my dogs for a tornado warning. So no, I, I feel you on the weather, so stay safe. For sure. But we yeah, that's, yeah. that seems to be like the big one. That's I mean, we've said it here. It's like the showcase seems to be saying a lot. They said season 23 was going to have the ritual playlist focus. I mean, if they mention any of that stuff there, Final Shape Ooh. seems like it might have been yep. in development for two years now instead of one if they pushed it off and gave Lightfall a little more. Lightfall got Strand and everybody was like, Strand seriously probably was in Witch Queen but got pushed because you've seen verbiage in places and things. So all that, like, all of this weird years, as the, somebody in chat actually said it a while back and I forget who did, that's like you either have veterans or new players. And it's kind of true right now. You have a lot of people who are like, so like the hooks are in, it's like, I, you got it. They're just dragging me to the end of the final shape. I got to at least see what happens there. And I think the big thing that is going to be the interesting sell for Bungie now, it's a rough spot right now. We know it is. Everything has its ups and downs. Dungeon good season moments. Zodic quest. I mean, you know, it's like all the ups and downs. I think the hard sell they're going to have is people, if they make it to the end of the 10 year saga, like the veterans, everybody who's been here this long, how do you like hook them for the next one? And I think that's going to be an interesting one. That'll be a journey say to go on. The amount of people that say that Destiny's gonna end with the final shape, no, like it's the not. Game's no, done it's not. Two years. You're it's out of your freaking mind, dude. It's like, oh, we have a money printing machine. Let's just turn it off. Oh, of course. Like, there's no way. No. It is such a powerful franchise. Even if they sell, they might. If they're so done with it. They'll sell it to another studio or so. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is such a powerful IP in the gaming space. It is not going anywhere. However, however, however. I, fancy I will say, you know, for the longest time, I know Ty Guy probably knows this too, is Bungie was saying internally that, like, they couldn't necessarily make a Destiny 3 because they would have to have, like, the entire studio down working on Destiny 3 and there wouldn't, like, it would just be, like, a two years of no content, right? Let it cook. Now, with a $3.6 billion injection... No, and anybody. No. no, let him go. Let him go. It's not a $3.6 billion injection. That money went to their shareholders who yeah. put it in their bank accounts. And then what is it like? Let let it sorry, I have, to, I, have to fight, I have to fight back that narrative Don't worry every time. About the, the perception is better. All right, so... <laughs> Well, still, they hired a lot Travis of... got to keep listen, the facts out here. Okay, then Forget fair enough. Hog is the guy. Hog's intro is like, I'm telling you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And he's in here literally doing the exact opposite. Let him cook. Okay. Let him cook. They, mm. Then they can be... They're in their mansions in Seattle hiring a lot <laughs> yes, more people, okay? Exactly. There we go. Right? Okay. okay. Pete, okay. Yeah, okay. Pete Parsons is on his golden throne. <laughs> regardless. He probably has regardless. like a $5,000 toilet. <laughs> It's it is a significant injection of money to the shareholders, but also a lot of the shareholders are working at Destiny too, and they hire have hired a ton of people. They have hired like brought on a ton of people. Now, how much is that to fill up gaps that were left with the original Bungie Studio going onto other games? That's a whole other topic. 
But again, they have Sony now owns them. So it's in Sony's best interest potentially to be like, hey, we'll maybe have some studios help you. Uh, you know, Vicarious Vision situation. We'll have some studios help you make some stopgap expansions while you guys work on Destiny 3. I think, no, I'm not, uh, all I'm saying is, I think, it was, I think it was a 0% chance before the Sony acquisition. I think it's actually possible now. Mm, Likely, so maybe not. But like, I mean, it's something that went from never going to happen to like, now it's possible. In my so, opinion, I, I I think you're right. I think there's I think there's very very little chance that Destiny gets shut off, and I think they've all the messaging we have from them is that that's not happening. So that's that's fine. Also, Sony just bought one good live service game, and it's the only one they have. So I don't think they're going to say goodbye to it until they exactly have other live service games. That said, people point to the money that Destiny got, which it didn't get, just to be clear, and they point to the fact that Sony gave a billion dollars in employee retention. Both of those I would like to debunk on the show for the 15th time. One, they did not get the money. Two, the money for employee retention is Sony employee retention, which means as long as they stay under the umbrella of Sony, they're good. And the reason Sony cares about that and the reason that they put so much money into that clause is because Sony is not buying Bungie for Destiny. They're buying them for the brains that made Destiny so that they could work on the 12 other live service games that they're doing. So you're going to see in years to, to come, and probably it started already, a brain drain out of Bungie where the most talented people get picked to be leaders on other live service projects at different studios, places that are not Bungie. That's fine because those yeah. people deserve to have success and we're going to see a lot of cool creativity, but it will have an impact on Destiny and it might not be positive if our, if our precedent is anything to suggest, which is they that they're not great at filling roles. So that's all I'm saying. I, I I think people get super excited. If you're going to be excited for anybody, you should be excited for Sony. They made a fantastic purchase decision. They're going to benefit Listen. tremendously. I don't know that Bungie is going to. Listen, so what you're saying, like the principal. He they told Naughty Dog, look, that ain't it. Make that cook. Your your factions ain't it. See, that's just what they 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 the principal. That's, that's great. <laughs> so that's Ty, great. Guy, what you're saying? Okay, okay. Is when Bungie came out after Activision and said, We want to be independent, we want to go our own way. This is Bungie, Bungie forever. That was a bunch of bullshit. You dangle some dollars and suddenly there, woo, exactly. we're out of here. I, be I believe that at the time the developers wanted that, and I think they always wanted that, but the developers are not the shareholders, and the shareholders want money. And if PlayStation says we're gonna pay you four or five times what you're worth, you take that deal. That's just Absolutely. common sense. That's why you became an entrepreneur. You wanted to 5X your money. So I don't blame them for doing it, but I, as somebody who really enjoys independent B studios or, or single A studios like mm -hmm. Bungie was, I really wanted them to succeed as an independent studio. And I was crushed when they sold out. But that said, it's a it's a masterful purchase by Sony. I just think Bungie is going to get. Now kind I'm of a sad. Short end now I'm it. depressed. So, yeah, that's all. <laughs> I mean, Sony, uh, Sony's going to going to crush it, and I, I'm excited to see what they come up with. But yeah, I, I'm I less do, excited. About I will Bungie. say on I the do, Sony front, I do worry that they're going to take twelve live service games and see which one sticks to the wall. Like they're yeah, going to throw them all and of see what course. sticks. And of again, course. some of those, because because it was like Josh Hamrick, I was looking up the names. Josh Hamrick and John Wisniewski left Bungie and they're at Firewalk Studios and they're making Concord. And mm -hmm. that one is going to be probably another one of those. We got to literally see like a title card in the Summer Game Showcase. But again, they were PvP guys and they went over here. So it's like, they're not even that far removed from Bungie. And now Bungie comes back. It's like, hey, Josh. Hey, Jay. Hey, how y'all doing? Yeah. How y'all doing? Hey, Josh. Hey, yeah, John. Yeah. We're back. It, 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 is, it is a pretty small space, especially the live service space. So I'm, mm -hmm. I'm sure that there will be 
a back and forth relationship. Um, but yeah, I, the future is bright for gaming in general. I don't know if Bungie selling was the right choice, but Destiny is for sure here to stay, and I'm yeah. excited about Marathon. And I do think Marathon is going to be a great game. The Ooh. people working on that are super talented. All the ARG stuff is like the most Bungie thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that's going to be amazing. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot to be excited about. I just, you know, I bought into the independent Listen, Bungie. Our validation is inevitable. We could fight it all we want. People are here to sell. And cash out. That's right. Microsoft <laughs> is going to buy everything. You, you don't. You don't have to be happy about it, though. <laughs> no, right? no, facts, facts. I, I'm no, just. No, no. I just. I, I just find it interesting. You know how, you know, us, not us, but just all multiple in, in, industries. You know, what I'm saying if you see the pattern, this is what's happening. This is what's happening. Now, I'm saying I understand the fear and the concern, but I'm not. I don't fear monger in in that respect because I just look at it as trends. This is where it's going. It is. And and and, and if. Some people struggle with it, then I understand for them, gaming may not want, may, you know, it may be the thing for them because they may not like, it's almost like, like with Disney and, and, and is acquiring and Fox was acquired, that, that kind of stuff, like with, with the mergers yeah. of these companies. And I, Netflix, I just see it as a trend. Netflix the way took I see like it is the Halo guy and the God of War artist to go mm -hmm. make a new studio, studio which was yeah. crazy in itself. Yeah, like that'll be an interesting. I'm trying. Um, I'm trying to remember his name, and sadly, I know I don't. know. Oh, I thought you were talking about the the Halo show guy. No, I, I no, know no. The main the writer, the... Uh, Joe uh, Stanton. Uh, yeah, they took Stanton. Oh, Joe Stanton. Stanton. Yeah, and then like yeah, yeah. Raff they, they or whatever Raff from I've seen him on Twitter. He does amazing art for yeah. Sony Santa Monica. He went to that same studio. It's like they're just paying money. So that's the yeah. same idea that kind of happened so, here. But I just, just love how like them in studio. Billions of dollars being thrown around by all these suits and and, and no and no one can just be like make a couple more PvP maps. Like what the hell? Like, what are you spending yeah, exactly. this money on, dude? Like well, honestly they have full independence, you know? Um yeah. but yeah I I uh the way I see it cog is I I'm not afraid of acquisition. I think that the whole reason to become an entrepreneur is to make that that big risk and big reward. So obviously they're going to sell. My thing is I want the sale to happen at the right time in a company's life cycle, which for okay. me the Activision Blizzard sale is perfect because Activision Blizzard is already a bloated corpse that's getting married to another bloated corpse. Like I don't care about that, right? They're done. They were never going to be the creative studios putting out frontier Facts. ship Facts. right right because so they're done duty, taking risks call of duty sweatshop right now yeah, yeah. They, they they have they're they're on they're on dow jones right they're not taking risks anymore they're publicly Ooh. traded uh but if you're a company like bungie that is independent and you're still smaller and you're still innovating i don't want you to get acquired at that point in your life i want okay. you to wait until you've achieved success and they get bought and there's a little bit of a disturbing trend i don't want to overblow it and sound like mm -hmm. i'm you know, panic inducing, but there's a little bit of a trend where companies that are very small or haven't even put out a game yet mm -hmm. are getting bought. Are getting that, bought. To me, yeah. that to me is a great way to crush creativity is like buy mm -hmm. it before they're allowed to take any risks or come up with mm -hmm. an identity as a studio. Right. So I just don't want that to happen. I don't I want get it. I get to me, to me, to me, Bungie got acquired a little bit too early. Like if they had been around for five more years and like reached this this peak and then and become a triple a company that started playing it safe then i'd be like all right time for you guys to get acquired but and, they, they and, weren't and, there yet they were independent at the same time i will say like to that point it's also like eventually these megalithic studios that are acquiring these smaller studios or these megalithic corporations that crying these small uh, small studios at some time they're going to let them take the risks you you you're looking at stuff like um What's the vampire game that came out that was like a disaster? Vampire right? Survivor. 
no, no, no. Redfall, Redfall. 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 Yeah. And all these games are like tanking. And it's like, okay, at some point you're going to have some executive go, why don't we just let them get it right? Why don't we just let them take a little bit of a risk? Because we're going to lose money if we don't. So if we let them take a risk or take an extra year to finish their game, it's more of an upside. Like how many games have to flop and, and be a disaster for these uh, people to realize? Like if everyone is not no. taking risks, you might have a couple of companies start taking risks to compete with the people who are just bloated, pumping out the same game every day because the consumers are on to their stuff. We're on to it. Yeah. We're wise with it. So we are looking specifically for real innovation. Yeah, I'm always happy when bigger companies take risks, but it is rare because they can't afford failure because they have shareholders and they're a big company and all yeah. that. So it, it is rarer. Redfall, I don't know if you know this, but there that was a whole separate situation. Separate apparently, yeah. apparently when ZeniMax got acquired, that team at Austin they were, uh, to get games, close. <laughs> they were hoping that Microsoft would see the game and cancel it. Yes. They so like, they knew their game was bad before. And Microsoft went, oh, you have this vampire game? That's great. We'll give you a whole bunch of marketing money to market it. And they were like, oh, no. And then a whole bunch of people left their team and, and panicked, mm -hmm. like abandoned the studio. And the game, I, I, that game should not have been released by the publisher. But I don't think that that specifically was. An ex I, I would actually say that was uh, that was that studio taking a risk. And that Microsoft might be less likely to let them take a risk in the future because that was a new IP and a type of game they hadn't made before. And it didn't like, work out. But no one from um, Microsoft played it for like 20 minutes. Apparently they did internal reviews and the internal reviews said that it was like good. Who but are not, they? Not great. Well, that's apparently that's like the, they that, hire, yeah. they hire yes men to give them good reviews. Like if you, no, 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 they, they hire third party reviewers. There's companies that literally will just review your game secretly. They'll like show up at your studio and they'll have former critics like me review your game and then only give you the review and say, if you release this game in the state, here's what we think people will say about it. And yeah. usually, usually those, those internal reviews are pretty spot on, but for whatever reason, Xbox thought that their reviews were going to be 10 at, uh, double digit points higher than the reviews they got, which is mind boggling to me because I played that game for 15 minutes and went, this is not yeah, like good. That. Like, is that, is that a situation yeah. like where you like have, uh, it, it, from the, you, I don't know if you saw the big short where they have like the bond rating companies and it's like, if they don't give you the ratings you want, you go to a different bond rating company. So everyone's like pumping the no, pumping up your, your no, stuff. It's, it, it's not that my guess would be that they probably just got somebody on the internal review who was maybe a little older. Some of the internal reviewers tend to be like older reviewers who don't work for outlets anymore, like former IGN employees and stuff. Or somebody who is maybe a little bit out of touch with looter shooters, or it just happens sometimes, right? It's opinions. So there's no like they didn't play no anything since Pong, and they're blown away yeah, by this. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it, it could it could be that it's probably not. My experience actually is that the internal review companies are really good at what they do, but it could just be something where somebody's opinion was different than the majority. I mean that that happens on occasion. So that I don't really know what happened with that one, yeah. but yeah. Also, I just want to give a shout out to the names of the internal review companies because they have hilarious, they're all puns and mm -hmm. they all make me very happy. Like the one that I laugh at a lot is a, uh, it's a company called Hit Detection. <laughs> get <Okay>. it? <laughs> Come on, that's a pretty good I, name I, for I an internal yeah, review company. I get it. I that's get pretty it. good. I get, I, get I get it. I get it. Anyway, Taxity move. <laughs> anyway when, I get, when I get canceled and, and IGN won't hire me anymore, I'm going to go work for one of those companies. So get, look, exactly. get ready for that, guys. It's going to be fun. <laughs> E, are you still muted? E, are you still muted? Are you yep. back? Yeah. There we go. All right. Cool. cool. Yeah, you were muted for a while. Mm -hmm. uh, um, yeah. yeah, I'm I'm muting myself too because the 
brainstorm. So oh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good, bro. Um, yeah. So this week we got at least if we somehow reel this conversation back to Destiny in this game that we were talking about. But no, seriously, these are the fun conversations. The Destiny sellouts, dude, on their golden toilets, tweeting about how. <laughs> I mean, they hate we, we don't all. No we, more. Don't, we don't all have Louis Vuitton robes, but some of us do. Bro, right? they, yeah, after Bungie, my brother in Christ, <laughs> they got some. They got some Versace robes flowing over there. Apparently. Oh man, not the Egyptian kind. Oh man! <laughs> no, um, like last week we had the wrap up of the season. Uh, quick take, just from you, Cactus, just on the season of the deep, like week one through don't six. I, I skipped every piece of dialogue other than the final cutscene. Don't okay. even ask me. Nope, nope. I don't worry. care. Okay. I don't care about some taken whale. I don't care. Oh. I want to know what the veil is. I know they kind of revealed a little bit. Like I don't, I am all in it for the loot. I'm not really into the story other than the main campaigns and stuff. That's like fair, I. Sure. I don't even remember what happened the last okay, week. Awesome. So this week, we'll just go ahead and blow past that. Um, this <laughs> week, great. we got a deviation with inside inside of deep dives. Now, the way the quest process goes, over the past two weeks, you need to be fishing on Throne World. You need to catch the proper exotic fish that was time gated to week five. Then you had to go to Nessus and catch the, exotic the next fish. Week. Yep, the next week that was time gated to there for week six, and then EDZ they unlocked week. Uh, seven exotic fish and then once you have all three then you take them to the aquarium you put the fish in the aquarium you get your three broken blades then you go into the deep dive you activate the statues which we were staring at for like six weeks we activate the statues one person cannot activate the statues by the way two other people didn't need to fish one iota and you can still that do the quest which BS, is good ass dude no no i, I know i know i did it too dude just so these other like absolute <laughs> Parasites can hop on me uh, and I can bring them through the entire you're quest. supposed to help the community. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to help. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> no anyway, so apparently. I totally understand. I, I totally understand why and all that stuff. But it is kind of like if you did spend. It's just so funny. Like if you spent all this time weeks fishing and how many baits you need to get. And God forbid you didn't have enough. You had to like go do activities to get enough bait and come back and stuff. And then your friend, your 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 one casual friend hops on. He's like, wait, I don't have it. And he just gets it done with you at the same time. He's like, I've been playing Diablo. <laughs> you know? Yeah, God. You're like, hey, you got you got you got those you got those fish <laughs> yeah um, so yeah you take all three fish you interact with the statues we'll get more zivu lines which zivu has been crushing it this entire season like in the dungeon the lines in the story cannot wait to see more of her as a character and especially with we know what's coming next season um yeah and then we got a throwback to um i'm trying to see if i say it right blood was it black spindle that was timed last was that i mean yeah we had zero we had that stuff but like black spindle was one of the first timed right yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah that uh, was the first like special. It was that, yeah. and then Revision Zero, and that it was wasn't Black Spindle, right? It, it was uh, Whisper of the Worm. Whisper of the Worm. Well, Whisper. You're talking about no, the very beginning, about, though. You're like, talking about Part One from the very beginning. D One, right? like yeah, was, was yeah. Black oh, Spindle, Spindle actually timed. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah it was yes, like Crota, kind of like they brought the gun back in D One. Yeah, it was like a side room. That was it. Yeah. So anyway, it was another side room. It wasn't like a zero hour Whisper kind of thing. Whisper was different, but. We had a time mission. Haven't had one of those in a little while, per se, just to get the experience on. And uh, it's no joke. Shout out to Esoteric and Salt Agrippa. The only two are probably oh, going to get it done solo. But to everybody else, um, yeah, you 
you don't really want to mess around in there because he's got some chunky. That's cool. Now, if you put together like the elite of ultimate, you know, builds with divinities and stuff like that. But if just like three random players are new, somebody said in my chat that they actually got it done in matchmaking. I was like, you wow. have got to be the luckiest person in the I've world. I've seen a few people say that, man. Actually. That is, wow. you got to. So, but That's generally you need a decent group. But once you figure out like what you're fighting and kind of putting it together, it gets to be reasonable. Do you guys like know any? Attempts. Do you guys know any decent Destiny players I could get it done with? No, you I really pocket. don't. You out of pocket. LFG might help you. Oh, you know, I gotta like, play Borderlands after this. Is anybody yeah. who's like good at playing PvE? I don't know. Just let me oh, sorry, it. my friends. <laughs> I gotta play Borderlands with my friend. He just texted. Hey guys, <laughs> craziest gotta, thing, dude. I got an anthem session coming up tonight. Oh no, my auto battles are done. Hold He's, on, I got that start. I gotta do a There's a raid Shadow Legends event. I can't. So I wanted to get your guys' take on the mission for those who. Jack is under you yeah. played it. If you've seen anything well, on it, my guide, man, talk to him, talk to him. Well, you know what? I think it's just interesting. Like, it is absolutely harder. Like, it is I, a lot harder than a lot of the past exotic quests we've got. So it's totally understandable that people are kind of like, whoa, like taken aback. You know, I played, you've been playing for the past couple of years, man. I mean, like, it's, uh, you had uh, the, the, the Dead Man's Tale quest, the quest for the Hawk Moon. Like all that stuff, you had these all these quests, and none of them I think were this difficult, right? Um, at the same time, I don't mind it. I don't hate it. I, I I'm under the impression that there is like it, you have all these different exotics, and they're acquirable in all these different ways. You have raid exotics, right, which are arguably significantly more difficult to acquire than this. So I think this is kind of in between the like, and you know, on the other end of the spectrum, you have exotics that you can buy every weekend from Zer, right? For to take zero effort, and they're good. So, and they're good, yeah. And some of them are excellent. So you're gonna have a spectrum of how to acquire exotics. And I don't mind. Hey, this mission is harder. You have previous missions that aren't as hard. You're gonna have future missions that aren't as hard. This one happens to be more difficult. I just think, like, you know, the exotic itself is not like it's a must-acquire exotic. It's not like the Wither Horde level quality. Heck, the Wither Horde you can go buy from the Monument of Lost Lights, and it is ten times more powerful than this thing. To be honest. Uh, this thing can do some very cool stuff, but again, my opinion, I don't mind having a rent mission that just ends up being more difficult. Yeah. It just adds to the mystique of the exotics. You see people with it, like, you, oh, they beat the mission, right? That's a little bit of a difficult mission. Not everyone's going to have it. That's the way it's going to be. Like, if you go back to Destiny 1, not everyone had every exotic, right? That's kind of a new thing. Like, you actually mm -hmm. have to, like, do some work for certain exotics. So I don't mind uh, that it's a little bit more difficult. Salute, salute. Yeah, I'll jump in. Um, obviously getting the chance this this week, but I saw the mission. Obviously, Cactus, I saw your video. Um, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. I, I like the intensity of it. I've always been what's funny is I have a love-hate relationship with the time mission because on one hand, I absolutely love it. It drives the intensity, but then there's that failure when you when you like when you take it too long, you're like, damn it. You know, so we gotta we gotta start all over kind of thing. But yeah, it, it's cool. You know, it was interesting how they tied it to the fishing. I'm with Cactus on the aspect of like before the drop rates of these fish were increased, I had a major issue with this fishing mechanic. I'm like, why is this grindy? And why are public events interrupting my ability to do this? And I felt oh. focus fishing wasn't buffed enough. So I, I was able to get my fish. So I was ready for that part. I just got to do the mission like Travis. But um, 
Yeah, it looked it looked really cool. You know, you got you got extra lore with the um the whole Ziva Raft thing, which looked dope. I like the the splitting and then having to go find, you know, those um, you know, I've got what they they're called, the the, the ones that you gotta actually kill and search during that period to then go back oh, like to the, the Minotaurs, vault. yeah. I forget their yeah. name. I'd have to look at that. That looked footage. cool. I I love the fact that it's a tormentor. I think that's really cool. I like the fact that a lot of guys, let's be honest, are crutching on rockets and their normal builds, and that ain't gonna work. That is not yeah. gonna work. You're going to have to get in there. You're going to need some crit style. I see dudes busting out the storm chases. They're they doing a lot of the linears and stuff like that, which is pretty But they cool. give just... you a rally point right before the final boss. So, like, yep. you can have rockets and switch off to something switch else, off. which yeah. is like. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And look, you know, I saw, you know, some controversy regarding the exotic itself. Obviously, I don't have that camp, but again, because I watch the video. But um, I think what it is for me right now. I want. I think it's underrated, and I think you brought up a good point in reference to end game play yep. because the ability to freeze champions, things on contact with a four or five precision hits, and then I want to see how it cycles through when we get the catalyst. So currently looks really cool. I can't wait to dive in. Probably get it done if not tonight, tomorrow. But um, I, I love stuff like this. I love that secret mission. I love you go off to the side. This is classic bungee stuff that I miss. And zero, it falls into that zero hour pocket that I used to love. And everybody's got to be on point, the communication. I will say this. I, last point I'll say, Tra and I'll give it to you, Trav. I was surprised they allowed the matchmaking. That's something. I wonder if they're experimenting. And does this signal I mean, anything else? This whole else year future? feels like LFG was designed for basically mm -hmm. season 21 on, onwards. And we know LFG got pushed to 23. And they told us that. I feel like when Lightfall was almost announced, like we wanted to be bigger and more robust, so we pushed it out like three seasons. But it does feel like a lot, some of the content that we've seen over the course of this year, LFG was in mind, They're but wasn't ready. That. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. this, for example, would be a prime thing for that. Well, apparently, I don't want to take up any too much of Travis' time, but apparently, like normal deep dives are like a disaster now. Like no oh, one yeah. can go and do a normal deep dive. Really? Cause, like, you have one guy who's trying to do the mission yep. and he's like activating this separate thing and it like can prevent you from like going forward or because if you do go forward, if you're like, no, we want to do the deep dive normally, the guy who's there for the mission just dips and then you're two manning the last floor, which is the most difficult floor. Like no one's doing it like yeah, the whole deep dive. It'll equal out in that. a week or so probably, but right now yeah. apparently it's a disaster. Yeah, I wow, saw Cassie, I think, tweet about that a little bit and it's, and that's kind of the one of those where I'm okay with it being match made, but the execution in the long run for the general population, that wasn't completely thought through to be like, some want to do this, some want to do this. There's no way to flag or communicate. And that's kind of one of those where not having you be able to just launch straight in is an issue because, you know, if you launched in match made, maybe that would be a different story because at least everybody's trying to do that. Some people are like, I just want to do my three match maids for a pinnacle yeah. or whatever they're doing. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. what is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Why so, am I in a pyramid ship? What the hell is yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna have to make a node postseason that's separate just for it, yeah. because yeah, the way they was implemented was not it. But Travis, I'm sorry, we, we interrupted you. Oh no, I, you didn't interrupt me at all. I was just gonna mm -hmm. say I don't have any opinions on this. I haven't played it. I haven't seen anything. I don't know oh. what I'm in for. Yeah, I'm he's, excited. He's blind right sorry. now. So sorry. yeah, bring a good. I'm supposed, to, I'm supposed to do. This is my fault. My my cooking the failure. Bontis, but yeah. he can't bake a cake, so yeah, I've gotta <laughs> gotta wait until I make some a pretty good time. cake. I just botched the first. <laughs> the one second time. The second time. Yeah, like love it, sure. love it. E, what was your thoughts, man? You, you, um, you're a, yeah, you're a solo uh, guy. Like, how are you feeling about this one? Dude, this, rough, this thing solo is gonna. Oh, the weirdest thing that I saw about like Salt and So using for apparently the reason it's Forerunner on a Tormentor because you can crit, 
you can stay at range. You're kind of mm -hmm. mobile, but it's like it's the right. It's like probably very forgiving on the aim assist. I'm sure he's mm -hmm. got the crit spot. You can stay at range, but it's just that combination, and it's a special, so it hits hard enough. And they're just mm -hmm. like, doof, doof, and they're just pumping ammo in for their minute and a half. But it's like the problem is, it's like it's like a grandmaster. If you die, you're out. There's yeah. no respawning and starting it over. So it's a solo flawless if you're gonna do it. Mm. Um, I got to. You got him. I got to the boss, boss. So I got mm -hmm. to that part solo, and and because I, I was trying it the first time just to see, I wanted to work through, kind of make my coverage. Okay, this is how you get through it. Here's this part. Got there. Then I realized, like, okay, timer is going to be short as a solo player. So it's like the timer as solo is. That's going to be a hard challenge to do solo. It's going to be a short list of people for a while. It's definitely going to be certain loadouts you do, as you said. The rally flag does help, so you can kind of swap. You're not locked. Um. But no, I mean, I had two people in my Discord or on Twitch when I was streaming. I was like, all right, I do need to make a video on this thing. So who's out there? And it took us, uh, I think, three tries to just kind of iron out a couple of details. And then we put it together. And the third time, we, like, botched a damage phase. Still had Ooh. still had over a minute when we did it. So finally, we, when you get it together and you kind of know where to aim and what you're going for, it gets to be a little better. But first couple of times, it'll it'll kind of knock your socks off and, oh. you know, send you back to orbit. So it's it's a high-difficulty need coordination but once you kind of work out the kinks it's more manageable but yeah solo is going to be a hell of a challenge we we went to orbit one time and we were trying to use rockets we switched to a couple of linears a div and a well and we almost one phase the damn guy yeah. like it was like night, night and day difference right yeah. so what what linear are you using these days Kaki? i just was using a storm chaser because okay. i had a div was down for me or something or a dim was like not work i had to like end up relogging in it doesn't really matter but like just we had uh, on hand and it was fine and then and that plus what's uh, your role on your storm chaser what's your role i got uh Rapid hit and uh, the what's firing. that called when you're with teammates? It does more oh, damage. Firing oh, firing 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 line. Line. oh, firing line. Oh, firing line. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it, it was fantastic. Yeah. It just it just shredded. Standing in a well, like even if he comes and smacks you out of the well, you just hip firing into a div bubble. It's easy. And uh, also a fusion rifle. Fusion rifle is great for like all the other guys in the yep. minotaurs. But then if you're using a fusion rifle into a div bubble, you're doing a lot of damage. Mm. Yep. Nice. Yeah, nice. Divinity actually plays big because it makes that crit spot a lot more accessible. I, if you if I, we didn't have Divinity, it'd be way more difficult. Which is kind of Ooh. that's the kind of the part where I, you know, for the and most I'm part, I'm with you I'm, on that. I'm uh, with you. For the uh -oh. most part, uh -oh. I'm on the get good train for like uh -oh. the whole part. But I do think it's kind of it's like if you don't have this one weapon, it's significantly harder. It, oh, we want yeah. that Div Divinity one weapon. Land. Divinity. Yeah, you want that Divinity nerf land. Uh oh, about to watch that. No, I mean you guys. <laughs> No, it's not that. It's what it Who does. I saw Drepo. I didn't. I didn't exactly. call for it to be nerfed. No, it's the way a tormentor works. With like you take the shoulders aren't even there. It's like a tormentor. You have to hit him in the stomach because like the rest of their body is like next, like very low damage. So when you get your buff, you have to hit the crit. But he's so jumpy, flying, moving around, and every yeah, it's like hitting a crit spot. I mean, I don't don't get me wrong. I like an active boss, but it is a different challenge that divinity definitely makes much easier so it is it is one of those that kind of simplifies the challenge of the enemy itself that's all yeah hey i bet the lf uh you know uh guard of salvation lfg is gonna be booting up this week you know what i mean people are gonna be getting in there getting their divs for this get that population going huh? which is kind of like that in and of itself is kind of a cool part about destiny it's like this mission oh my gosh it's so much easier with a div 
I'm going to go back and I'm going to try to do a div or try to hook up with someone. If you have people with divs there in high supply, like there, you want them to, in your LFG. Let's mention that the only reason that that miraculous experience exists is because div has a guaranteed drop rate. And what is more annoying than going, oh, well, you really need this meta weapon. I guess Ooh. we'll have to do this raid 19 times for 19 consecutive weeks. That is not cool. Nope. That's I, that's a very interesting point because like that's something that like I think so I forgot about Destiny One where like the raid weapons were static drops and everything else was RNG. Yep. And it was still able to function and people did raids multiple times and all that stuff. But yep. it's kind of an interesting thing. Be, or or at the very least, once that year is over and we move on, then make it a guaranteed drop for people because you need some reason for them yeah. to go back and do it, right? And I at the same I, time, yeah. interestingly, it kind of is guaranteed drops now because all the raid weapons are craftable. So once you get it five times, you or the you know, the gold weapon five times, you're done. You got you get the crafted, you get the goggle not the basically. Exo- not the exotic. Not the no, exotic. not the exotic. No, no, yeah, true. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The exotic, I mean, let's be honest, that's all people really care about. Wait, the, wait, the, the div. No, isn't the div the div's a quest? Div is the div's a quest. A it is a quest, quest, but it's a guaranteed drop from that raid. Yeah. Yeah. It is a, if you do the quest I, though. That, that's what I think they all should be personally. I actually I think, agree. Yeah, you know, I agree. You should you should either be able to get it as a random drop on regular mode or a guaranteed drop on Grandmaster. That's what I've always felt. Like make it hard enough to where I can make my own luck if I'm if I get good yeah. or spend weeks grinding it on normal and hope I get it. You know what I mean? Those should be the options. I agree. It's like if you've done a raid thirty times, right? If you've done it on Grandmaster and you don't get the exotic, yeah, that's brutal. That's brutal, bro. Come that's, on, that's, just that's if brutal. I beat it on Grandmaster, guarantee I, it. Like that's how it yeah. should be. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think what they're trying to do, we, you're seeing the early flirting. If you look at the triumphs now, where it's like, okay, if you run it this amount of times, if you run it with these classes, or you do these specific things, now we're going to increase the the drop rate of setting. Yeah, that, that's rate. better. Allegedly, but, yeah. allegedly, yeah. a lot of people say, I have not seen that, any I evidence that that is real personally. <laughs> so it, no, it's in there. It's in there. Like in the dungeon, they they have a couple of. Oh things. no, I know it's there. I just we don't know the percentage. We don't know increase. what the percentages is. Yeah, we don't yeah. know if it's even real. We is it ten percent more word. of the one percent chance to actually get it? You know, oh, it came. Oh, let's get it! Wow, what a, oh, a real time reveal here! What a real time reveal! Let's go, jump roll, please. Let's go, Big E. That's what I'm talking about. The and then he dropped. He drops it on his laptop, and then all we hear is oh, yeah, just like last time. The curse. Don't curse yeah. it. Don't curse it. He's muted, I think. He's muted. You're muted. Yeah. When we muted. bring back Tom Warren, I gotta make sure water is nowhere near my PC. Yes, yes. No water near your PC ever again, sir. Right. That was a classic moment on your journey. You know what I'm saying? When I, I forgot that. Tom was on that show. That was funny. Oh, that was the Tom Warren show. Yeah. How you yeah. destroy your, your PC. <laughs> oh, PC. Uh, All right. So <laughs> comes in a YouTube package. Not okay. really subtle. This is what's sitting on your porch. I'm like, huh? Wait, are you serious? Just like what's that? on my what porch? Could it be? Could be anything. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Is like, this your first? You don't get one at like ten thousand, right? No, hundred thousand is the first one. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, as Kaka said, you could have a hundred thousand subs and make zero dollars if you get no views, which is mm-hmm. like one thing people are like. Oh, what does it do? I'm like, it's a cool milestone. <laughs> you get a plaque. <laughs> Or you could be at a hundred thousand subscribers, make a video about Mr. Beast, and get like three million views. You know what I mean? Like, there it is. There it is. What comes with uh, oh, this is 
like a cardstock kind of like a thick little letter there. Do you remember your first subscriber? Your hundredth? Your thousandth? Chances are you do, and we know you'll definitely remember your hundred thousand subscriber. Your fans may have found something, found you while searching YouTube, learned about you through a friend, or maybe showed up as a recommended video. No matter how they came to your channel, your audience stayed and their numbers increased because you and the community you built. And there's a little more. Oh, I think I might have been Ebonus's 100,000 subscriber because I. Because he waited that long? You know what the letter, you know what the letter says for the gold play button? It just says, sorry about your mental health. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let's go. Nice. Let's go. You can see the 100K. Friday, and then look at like look Friday, at the reflection. Whoa. Oh, that is polished. <laughs> I'm like, you can see my monitor. There's Discord Let's over go. there. There's chat over well there. It's like deserved, brother. Let's go. Proud of you, boy. Proud of you, boy. Proud of you, man. Congrats, Let's go. man. Congrats. Well earned work. All I got was death threats for all now, my views. <laughs> Now knock off all the advanced GG stuff on the shelf and just yeah. put it right there. Yeah. Put it right there, exactly. It needs to be in view, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to put it up. You got to oh, put it up. You got to find a place before. He's, he's feeding the dogs a little extra tonight. Oh, I can is, see that. Yeah. This going to be some feeding. No, I'm going to feed all four of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, boy, that was, lit. That was cool. So mine was, well, it was supposed to be delivered on Thursday, on Friday last week. Perfect and then topic. I was like, it didn't happen. And then I get, I wake up like Saturday morning and it just says label created. If you ever ordered anything from UPS and it's label created, all somebody did is put it in the system and it was supposed to have been delivered on like last Friday. And I was like, oh God, did UPS lose it? Because when you fill that thing out, which I'm sure you did, you're like, there is no duplicates. There's no editing. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? I'm like, yeah, if it's like it gets... freaking Google yeah. form. Yeah. It's oh, like, wow. if, yeah, you fill it out, but it's like, there's no duplicates. I'm like, if YouTube loses or if UPS loses this thing, I'm not going to get another one. So I was like scared yeah. until like the the fifth. They were like, hey, we updated the delivery. Day. I was like, Thank you. So, um, I was scared. So. Um, but yeah, the exotic mission. Sorry to bring it all back. Um, exotic mission was cool. Nice to see a little throwback. The challenge is definitely there. Solo is going to be going to be some work. I mean, people solo Deserac and crazy stuff like that. So it's like it's it's dual, but you got to definitely work on a lot of efficiency to get it done. So it'll definitely be, it's not going to be an easy one to knock out. I can promise you. It's not like, oh, let me put up my solo guide tomorrow. No, no, that's going to be a lot of deaths and dying to try that one. Yeah. yeah. I feel you. So what else going on? We had a little twabby twabby. What else we got going on? There's a fishing competition tomorrow or something. Yeah, what is the fishing derby? Is that what that was? It's like you got to or... catch the most points or whatever in an hour, which is like a pure RNG thing. You might as well just have a raffle. Like, what is the point? I don't know. I I'm, I saw that. I'm like, okay, so I start fishing and Thai guys start fishing at the same time at, and we have one hour window. The winner is not the better fisherman, dude. The no. winner is just like the random guy who got more exotic fish. Like that's just a, that seems like a weird thing. Um, it's literally well, just luck. To be clear, it is a raffle, but it is a raffle among the top one percent of Destiny who okay. have no life and an hour to spare. Okay. So it's a very specific raffle, is what I that, would say, dude. <laughs> talking about the 3.6 billy all going to you know the shareholders and stuff it was funny when they're like yeah if you if you like stream for us and if you like do this the giveaway prize is like a copy of uh, god of war one copy of god of war for like 
third top donator or whatever crazy thing or i forget exactly what it was oh, i'm like yeah. really you're throwing 3.6 billion dollars and you can only afford one copy of god of war for one guy like you gotta be kidding about. me right like look the the walled garden is walled for a reason all right those are uh, yeah it's not a flower wall it's a steel <laughs> wall oh man uh yeah cool. so we right, got next d uh sorry i have two dogs next in what they were going to do so twab was pretty light uh, as you said your reward what do you guys think of like i i feel like the quality of the top twab has gone significantly downhill within like a year or so we have uh sorry i told you dogs yeah. over there um okay. well, we have like two we have like the wednesday twab which is more like the meaty article about stuff and then we have so you good. You we have a, and then we have the twab that references the Wednesday article. Yeah. Like, why don't you just put the Wednesday balance patch in the twab? Yeah, the separation's confusing me a bit. That's my issue. The You're fact just, that, yeah. I feel like it's just not like everyone kind of knows Thursday, Destiny News Day. So you by having these like announcements Wednesday, if I make a separate video, like it's weird. Like if I when I would make separate videos on like Wednesday about like big balance announcements, those videos would like not do as well as the Thursday videos. I just think because people are like no to check in on the channel on Thursday, Ooh. right? Um, and it's just kind of like you're not getting the same yeah. uh, spread of information by like separating these things. And and you know when you have these nothing burger twabs, and then like the next week it's like. Oh, here's what's going wrong with the servers. Like, why not in the Nothing Burger twab have a little preview or like how should I say next week we're talking about it or something, right? Like next week we're writing this we're writing a statement right now. Next week we're gonna explain, you know, everything you need to know about these servers and our exact t timeline for when we're gonna fix that. Instead of being like, whoopty whoopty scoo, time to go fishing, doopity da, more some fish emojis. See you next week. You're like, what the heck? Yeah, it's it's a bit weird. I, I think my theory is that they have been trying to plan a shift away from the TWAB. Just remember seeing the name convention changed, right? From this week at Bungie to whatever it's going to be now. And this then, week in Destiny. Yeah, this week in Destiny. And to me, that denotes Marathon's existence and the fact that they want to include that. And I think that's what's happening. The vibe, and I'll defer to Travis if he, if he knows anything. But um, yeah, to me, it's like they're trying to incorporate this and i think they don't want to be married to the day but i'm with you i do not like wednesday dropped information of destiny and then also a thursday twop it's like consolidate please like you 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 you're you moving things all over the place but i was just curious Trav, if you heard anything in reference to the fact that even if you go to their website you look now like you have to pick destiny yeah. separately to go in and i just said well maybe they're going through a transition on this yeah, it's probably because they're preparing to have multiple products, but I don't have any intel on what's going on with their PR team. There's probably going to be a twim at some point. Their their internal PR team, I mean. Right. Um, yeah, so it, it's interesting. I, I think the headline here is that Cacus is officially applying to work for Bungie on their... To write the twabs? Team. Let yeah. me tell you, you'd get I'm some beefier damn twabs in there if I was in <laughs> charge. Yeah. But he like walks around every team. All right, what are you working on? Cool, send me that. All right, what are you working on? Send me that. All right, everything goes out Thursday. I mean, Just do it again next week. Be, there's it'd, something. It'd be oops, oops, all intro would be there. <laughs> there's. <laughs> I just have all all intro at the very end to be like. By the way, Destiny Three is coming. Oh, here, video idea for you. Have you ever clipped all of your 
Rick Cactus. Rick, what have you ever like clipped them all together? That there's a there's a hoodie with all the like, oh I do remember the intros yeah. yeah, but uh, uh, no, but uh, I think there is something to be said about like who's writing the twops because we had like it is exchanged hands into who's in charge of this twob and so when you had in the past certain people in charge of it uh like dmg you potentially had people who took it a lot more seriously and maybe were to your point um cognito actually going and saying we need more to put in this twob give us an update right like what do you have here and i that's when i kind of got the vibe and then when it changed hands it's like, if you don't take it as seriously, it's not going to be as beefy as a 12 or it's like, you know, you maybe wouldn't ha have someone. And it's not to say that they're like doing, they're like horrible at the job or anything like that. But just maybe if like they push a student, Hey, do you have anything? And they go, no, one person would go, no, we need something. Give me something. And the other person would go, okay. And so maybe that's how you have like the little bit of difference of people who aren't putting as much of an emphasis on the twob, And that's why we all get these constant light twobs, And then suddenly mm. We get these enormous twabs. It's like light, light, light. And then like the biggest twab you've ever seen. And when all these like parts of the studios are, are like, yeah, we have our update ready. And I feel like you could better time that with like, like information more spread out. That's something because like, like you'll have a twab where it's like as much control over some of that stuff, too, because as you get closer to the end of a season, they start stacking. It's like there's some stuff they can do, but like. First couple weeks of the season, hey, a little recap of everything going. The middle's usually dead, and it has been that way for a while. And then as you ramp up to the season, they get bigger and bigger. But, like, I don't know. I well, feel like sometimes it it's timing. Plan it out better. You can't hire someone to be like, you know what? We got to get, like, there's nothing going in this 12. There's nothing we're talking about with our community in this week. Where you got to get us your planned buffs and nerfs for this midseason update to put in here. Get it done. I I, I, ah. I don't believe you can't do that, okay? I, I feel like there's enough... You're also, like giving, enough the, you're also giving the TWAB team a whole lot of, like, weight when they are going to be that's, lower that's on the true. totem pole for teams that are actually putting that stuff in action. Doing it. Um, yeah, that's true, but it's like you really up the community engagement and you keep people excited if they just... They're always, every week, there's something interesting happening within the space, Right. And it just it's always a piece of interesting news. People are hyped. People are hopeful for the future. When you have, especially when this uh, season, it was really bad for it. When you have people who are upset about stuff like, you know, you had the, the server issues and all this stuff. And then they were, you know, taking people's art. And then they were just like, you know, the, the winners for the fashion competitions were like people who stole other people's work and stuff like that. It's just all this drama. And then it's like, there's no mention of any of it in these twobs. I think people just got like more and more disillusioned. And I feel like at that point, you got to have someone saying, no, we need to like actually talk about this. If we just have radio silence, like that's what's making people upset. I wonder if on their side too, as well, if they're trying to say, if they were trying to get away from, you know, the occasional six, seven, 8,000 word twob where it's like, Hey, this is a meaty one. It's like, you know, people are doing these crazy videos. And for you, it's like analytics wise, you're like, if Wednesday's not that good, but for them, maybe they're getting more traffic on their website, which actually helps because they have something maybe. on a Wednesday, something on Thursday. This is meaty. Could be. And the Thursday one's lighter depending. But I mean, I'm with you. It does feel like hit or miss because sometimes we'll get the big article and then sometimes we won't. Sometimes it's consolidated. doesn't feel like it's not. It does feel like there's a, you know, a change in who's all writing it. We know we got hippie. We've got uh, Bruno. Uh, I feel like there's another name that I'm forgetting right now. Um, so it's like, it is definitely done in a different way. So maybe they're just trying to well, settle it into a pattern that works. 
I can just tell you, it doesn't. It's not always about the content. The quality of the twelves have gone down. I've noticed significantly more, like formatting errors, spelling mistakes, like mm. you know what I mean, like st sentences that don't make any sense. And you're like, did anyone read this over? Because this actually doesn't make any sense. And then often they'll have to go back and edit it or change something, or we forgot something, we did something wrong, or we missed. It's like, okay, well, obviously the love and care that was going into these weekly updates is not there. And it's mm. like again. Uh, I don't want to seem like I'm just stressed about it because I make videos on it. Dude, I make videos on if there's nothing that happens, that's a video of itself. That is just the drama around there being so bad. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not necessarily the content in there, but it's just like something as a true fan that's kind of like, this is your like weekly opportunity to communicate with your fans. And right. it's this really awesome thing that a lot of other games didn't do like before Bungie and are now starting to almost copy Bungie in some ways. And it's like, you got to take advantage of it because it's like you have everyone one you know by the balls so to speak as a term like ready for your weekly update to drop and get their dose of news that is such a, th a thing that a lot of studios could only dream of their, their approach with it is, is interesting you know again i do sense transition you know I, I i don't know if um i'm looking at this last one right now um is it hippie? It looks like, you know, hippie for this one, whatever. I, I noticed, like, before we would have that dedicated person. Obviously, it would be Deej, Cosmo, that kind of thing. So, again, expanding the transition with Sony, you know, Marathon's presence. And they look like they're still figuring things out in that respect. But um, I don't know. Like, part of me, in defense of them, I, I do feel like they tend to go quiet when it's controversial issues initially. And then yeah. we do eventually get it. I, I was actually surprised they finally addressed the stability issues. Now, what's funny is, though, when we got it, it was so detailed. People was like, I don't even know what this, <laughs> so if it doesn't, don't know what it means kind of thing. I but think it I was, was more like, prove you're on top of it. Prove right. you actually are doing something about it. And when that they did, everyone's cool. like, all right, cool. That's what we wanted. Cool. It, which was the transparency that we were talking about. And, exactly. and, and I, I think that's what the issue is. They Historically, when when the situation is hot or touchy, they tend to go quiet first <laughs> to get their prepared statement in order. You know what I mean? And I think what the community is wanting, like, hey, bro, we've been suffering for months, weeks on cheaters, server issues, stability issues, what have you, what's going on? And I think that still is a bit of a, a disconnect with them. And um, yeah, they, they still they still got to figure that out. I'm not going to let them off the hook completely on that. It's interesting because, like, I mean, I literally just got done watching the... Uh... Diablo 4 stream about their season announcement today and you had Rod Ferguson and their group sitting down and doing that kind of thing and while you know some of the community team may not be you know stream trained or whatever and there's probably a lot of toxicity that would go into a bungee stream as well so like turning off chat might be a thing but I mean GFD said it in chat and it was just like I would be curious I know the showcase is big and they do that for the big announcement but every so often like they did a campfire chat and sat down and talked through some stuff and we know and it's those kind of things to say, hey, guys, we know, you know, if they could acknowledge some of that stuff sometimes in kind of a live setting, vocal discussion, something like that. I mean, chat's going to be a mess. It just is. So, I mean, how they manage that, whether they turn it off completely, uh, whether they take like pre-canned, you know, questions beforehand, like, you know, Travis may have got to do or whatever. That may be a thing. But, I mean, if you actually had, because, I mean, the times when Deej sat in front of the camera and actually, I mean, not when he was doing the charity stuff and reading, which was still great, but when he's like, just when he's sitting there talking with everybody, and Deej was some person I know all of us miss, and he was, he was he's, he's not somebody you can replace. Up. He's tough. He like, was um, And when DMG was out there, like, fighting the good fight on Twitter and stuff like that, people had certain passions and things they were good at, but the 
just we are very much in this whole this exactly what we're doing right now. We're on a voice call. We're on a little video call. And you even see some of the like the fact that some of those discussions just to hear things like just verbally discussed. Hey, a little talk about the narrative this thing, whatever, like little features that they could do, as you say, for community engagement that might help. It's like have the engineers come out or like and say, but be like, hey, we're working on the servers and like pop in or it's just. There would be a way to make that manageable. I know it like takes a whole like, you know, streaming setup team and stuff like that, even though I feel like they probably had that set up at the studio already. I just would be curious if that would help with kind of where we are at as a community. It could make it worse. I don't know, because honestly, like depending on who you ask for, you know, podcast guests or something, I reached out to one person to ask about being a guest and they just said the environment right now. They honestly said they'd like to, but they just don't think it'd be a good idea with the environment towards Bungie Mm. right now. So it's... Mm. It's literally, it could be something along those lines where maybe it just doesn't fit. Like Diablo's in all hype mode right now, so they're happy to sit down, mm-hmm. chat, chop it up, yeah. and then Destiny's in, you know, another one of the low points it's right almost, now. It's almost like a vicious cycle. Like, people get upset and then causes Bungie to kind of withdraw from communication, which causes people to get more upset, which causes people, which causes Bungie to withdraw further. And, yeah. um, you know, it's yeah, it's just kind of a difficult situation. Yeah, it's a tough one. It is not easy. What is your uh, what is your brain thinking about? Do you think they should do anything like I mean, did you watch like have you watched the Diablo streams and stuff? I feel like you did because you were pretty up on it. Yep. Do you think something yeah. like that would work for Bungie right now or is now not the time? I do think it would work for them. Um, I think their uh, process is like a legacy process that they do because it's like their tradition and culture as a company. Um, but you see most life service games now, they do like a weekly like round table or panel or just a QA. Um, I think Sea of Thieves was like the first major one that I can think of that started that that cadence. And now it's pretty standard. Um, so I, I think they could totally do it. I know they used to do it a little bit more frequently. My understanding is their camera recording situation is a little different. That that information might be outdated, but I have a friend that worked at IGN that went to Bungie uh, when they were at the height of their making videos part of their their uh, studio, and then he left because I guess they decided that they were going to make less of those videos. So I don't know if it was a strategic decision or whatever, but it certainly does seem to be the strategy, maybe so that they can control the message more tightly. I know one of the lessons that Bungie learned a while ago that they're really trying to stick to is uh, not saying things in the spur of the moment and making promises specifically about deadlines of when things are going to happen mm-hmm. and then having to later renege on those. Renege, yeah. And so I think, uh, I think that might be part of it. They're, they're just a, a bigger, more mature company now, and they're trying to be smarter about what they're, what they're saying. And I think that does sometimes make your company look a little sterile and a little, uh, corporate when you are trying to control the messaging. So it's certainly, uh, isn't in line with their previous culture of just being an open book and saying things and shooting from the hip and dropping comments into Reddit and stuff like that. I, I think they're, they're doing that less and less now. Um, yeah. And I, I don't like, my agree with acquisition too. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I actually disagree with that. Like, I think all of you would probably agree with me. The gaming community is actually fairly open to delays because yeah. We've had so many games and features that have launched when they were not ready and it was a disaster. It's very strange. Like when you delay a game, most fans are happy. They're like, thank God, make sure it's ready. Right? Like the the, the sentiment of delays has really changed to 
where, you know, not everyone's thrilled, but, like, people are very understanding and, again, like, surprisingly happy when games delay because they do not want another, like, forced-out Anthem-type situation. They're like, no, give it an extra year to cook. So I think if Bungie came out and said, we're so sorry, we want to do it here, we're running into problems with balance, we're going to aim for this new season, I don't think they would get the, like, vitriol that they expect, especially if this is also with an era of more communication. I don't think they're worried about delays with that specific issue. I, I actually do think they're worried about delays because the fact that Lightfall came out in the state it did tells me that they're not willing to delay to a certain extent. Mm. Um, but I, I think that's a separate problem. The thing that they're specifically that they, I think they took away as a company that they learned was, and remember they used to do product roadmaps and they would say, mm-hmm. like, no. yep, we want this to happen and we want this list of features and what started to happen is not just a delaying of features, but a mm-hmm. cutting where they would be like, actually, we're not going to do that thing. Or we mm-hmm. changed directions. And they ended up having to put out a whole bunch of press releases in later TWABs being like, here's why we're not able to do that or why we decided we're not going to do it. And it ended up with at giving them a lot of bad PR because a cut feature is a little bit different than a delay. The delay is yeah, still going to get the yeah. thing. And so I, I think they're just trying to be more specific with, their battles that they choose. And I do think that that is a good thing for live service games to do. But I think at a certain point you start to look corporate and like you're really controlling like, the messaging. And I think there is something to, to your point, Rick, I think there is something to the Wendy social media approach where like you just tear the doors off and you go, let's just be as weird as possible and as anti-corporate and like not all of our posts are going to hit, but we're just willing to like take that bet because we want to be cool. On social media, yeah. so like the, the, I think like they, the, I think they've lost a bit of that edge. The pendulum has swung too far in the other direction, kind yes. of. That they've yeah. gotten, they were too open. They got this mills in trouble. Then now they've gone way too corporate. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That that yeah. that would be I my agree. analysis of the situations. I think they just they got burned a couple times. They learned yep. some lessons, and I think now maybe they're overcorrecting a little bit. And that seems yeah, to be agree. a strategy. And uh, I don't know enough about PR, but I will say this. As somebody who uh, my business is telling people things that they didn't know, I sure appreciate all of the things that people no longer get to know about Ooh, Bungie. It gives me a lot of opportunity to report news, right? Because they're <laughs> not helping somebody. <laughs> so, I have a monopoly now. Yeah, you're holding it down now. It's great. It's great, man. So well, it's, a, it's great for an audience of one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the only one who benefits from Bungie. Being you eat good, bro. You eat it. Yeah. Wendy's yeah. Twitter account right now literally says I'm suing our threads account. <laughs> like oh, <man. laughs> like Wendy's Twitter is the best. They whoever yeah. runs that and is the, really good. They're uh they're they kind of were the most high profile one, but it's pretty common now. The Game Pass account is unhinged on Xbox's mm. side. Have you yeah. seen that? They do some really weird stuff. So yeah, people yeah, are like so it. they're so used to the just the corporate speak, you know, I, the, the official destiny to Twitter account is just like every day at the same time, hop into this season, season of the deep. Are you talking to Arath the whale? She has some things to say. And you're like, bro, this is the same thing as last week. And this week before and the week before and you're like, come on, man. Like it's very corporatized. So we're not going to get that bite video with you. Y'all are not going to collect. You're going to do the law collaboration. Dude, there would be a down? great collaboration where he tells me, like, basically the most basic facts of the game. I think I did a, a lore school video with that. Uh, 
uh, Mylan, and Mylan. he was like, "What's yeah. the darkness?" You're, I was like, like, "Oh boy, you need to have you with a law guy, like just do yeah, just doing the quizzes, yeah, just docking yeah, it out. Exactly, what dude. you got to break it down." I know every every perk roll for every weapon, but I don't know what the hell's going on with the story. <laughs> he's very specialized in his uh, exactly, space. Yeah, exactly. The man, the man knows what he's here, he's here for. I respect it. <laughs> um, what do you guys hope to see? On the 22nd. Ooh, what, and also, what do you not want to see? I want to see dating sim mechanics added mm-hmm. to Destiny. I want, I just, I want them to actually get rid of all of the guns. This man really Destiny. did cover Genshin Impact. Yeah. <laughs> I, want the, I, want, I want them to just change it fully to social link uh, based gameplay, yeah. um, visual novel. Uh, yeah, cut cut out all the shooting and stuff. We don't need any of that anymore. Perfect. This is this is destiny post <laughs> the final shape. The final shape is a dating sim. Mm. That's, is that over ambitious? It's the final shape. Yeah. Um, it would be cool to get the you know the classic Vidoc style. I miss that. You know, have them sit down and and talk about what's going. On. Obviously, you know the elephant in the room is 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 Cade's return. It's going to be a huge marketing blitz and. and you know, yeah. I'm very curious to see how much they lean into that as far as what other tidbits they give us narratively, because it's going to drive, you know, it, it reminds me of opposite way of Forsaken. Like, we like, yo, they kill Cade? Oh, we got the, who, you know, like, it was a thing, right? So this, this is, is a to reverse me, Cade. Reverse Cade. They're, doing, they're unkilling him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember when we had this serious shift in tone? We're back to being silly now. He's back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see, we'll see if they shift the tone because that trailer that they revealed him in, he wasn't joking at all. So no, I'm wondering if yeah, they're going to try to. I know. It, I'm just saying it is. There's yeah, a whole other tangent, joke. but he's it's like it was a very character. important thing that they killed him to tell them that we're getting serious now. We're right. not. And, and yeah. so like, bringing him back, I don't know. Ooh, oh, the hunter's not feeling it. He ain't feeling it, y'all. We heard it here first. Cactus is not about the cave resurrection. Let's go. Dude, what if he's <laughs> not actually. Because there's the rumor that, like, you know, the traveler They're keeps dead. memories and stuff like yeah. that. What if he just is yeah. dead? Like, yeah. 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 And he's like an I'm ethereal, like, version like, of himself or a memory or something. Entire Nathan, no. I mean, he can have a part to tell a story. Like, if we're going I think into the expansion is going to take place in there. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, so he's yeah. going to be a major part of it. But maybe we're dead or maybe we're, you know, the realities are melding. The witness is trying to rebuild reality. Maybe that includes a version where Kate is alive. There's so many... Nothing makes sense in Destiny, regardless of what Bife lies to you guys about. It doesn't make any sense. And, uh, uh, I, and uh, no, I love him, but he's he's doing like what the Dark Souls people do, which is like he's making a story for them, but they they don't have a story. Let's be honest. I think I think if we saw the Witnesses' origin story, if it taught us anything, it's that they haven't planned any of this. It's messy. this is yeah. I mean, sorry, that's how I feel about it. That's uh, the, yeah. It's it's they have they've had the dis, like overarching themes for years now, but yeah, it's like you guys really needed a little bit more of a concrete. Path. Well, that's what happens when you suddenly have to like delay a year and you have to have like a year's worth of filler story to yep. just like. Ha- yeah, I think the, the veil conclusion. was invented for you know it was invented like twelve months ago when they realized that they needed another what, you know expansion. Another like, MacGuffin. Like, we 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 need some MacGuffin that the witness has to chase as like a go between before him just attacking the traveler. So we're gonna create the veil and then we're gonna just shoehorn the veil into lore wherever we can to try to justify that existing right. Like and oh why and can, then do, yeah. And why can you have just had 
the the witness is here. It goes into the traveler. We can't get through. We send someone through, they die. On Nessus, we found the secret to society. They might be advanced enough to let us through the thing. We got to go convince the the surfer guys to join us. <laughs> surfer guys, I love and it. And it's all propelling towards that same story. Who are the yeah, surfer guys? Yeah, I think guys? it's because Cloud Striders. Oh, Cloud Striders. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, come on, surfer. The surfer days. Uh, yeah, the... Um... That whole that whole story bothers me. Obviously, I review I reviewed it and gave it a bad score, so I guess I can say that. Um, but uh, I will. So the the answer Ebontis's question. The thing that I hope we will see is I hope we will see what their plan is for after the final shape. I know the final yeah. shape is Ooh. coming. I get that. What does season after final shape look like? What is the plan? Because we're getting to the point where they have to tell us something because right. it's getting very close to like marketing o'clock in terms oh, yeah. of I was <laughs> yeah. what the plan is yeah. there and uh i would just love to know what their what is the yeah. year of final shape going to look like and maybe even beyond that because uh, i think it's probably are we going to get yeah. another picture of like the next trilogy names if they've got them planned out or something right. I, I mean it's I also gonna, opening night live for gamescom too i think i was going to ask that same i was going to suggest the same thing there needs to be proof for what comes beyond the final shape proof that, of life Proof of Destiny life, holding a newspaper continuing. from next Dude, year. Dude, if they just had a logo appear with a three, oh, they're not going to. But if they did, yeah. that would be insane. Now, here's right? the question for you guys. Um, or Do like you... or like Destiny 2. Or, or you know what? In marketing, if you really want to market the, the hell out of this, That's you just go Destiny something else. Destiny. Oh, um, something else. The, the Andro- Destiny andromeda or something like destiny um, a different galaxy or something like that could you imagine like yeah but you drop the two it's still destiny 2 you know what i mean but marketing wise everyone freaks out about that they're all they're loving it right i think the only problem with that plan is all of their expansions are already subtitled okay confusion yeah so what i was gonna ask do you guys think because Final Shape, I doubt they will. When do you guys think they will drop last gen? Or will Destiny 2 be cross-gen? I mean, depending on... They, say there's they have, another they trilogy. They have to drop it after last, the Final Shape. They have to. You think so? Yeah, okay. I think Final Shape is the final hurrah of the last gen. It's just like the last shape. The last shape is a PS5. PS5 exclusive. PS5 and PC exclusive. That's wow. Game, this whole game can run on a PlayStation 4. Yeah, I know. Like, that is. Can it though? Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But people are Uh, still doing uh, it. And it's like that, like, in terms of development, like, what they can actually do, it's got to be holding them back so significantly. Oh, for sure. Definitely holding back game design on on a lot of levels. For sure. Better they drop X. Legit oh, question. After what I saw of the FTC, maybe, maybe they will drop Xbox. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Bungie's contract... Who knows what Bungie's contract says they want to do otherwise. Shout out real quick, though. Gaming Forte for the $10 Awful super game. chat. Uh, wow um, to the 100K, bro. Most people want their content quick and to the point. You got a whole group of people who aren't good at that. Me too. Uh, between your video essay on completing an encounter to Cognito putting me through five-hour ILP... Keep me engaged. Congratulations. And also shout out Absolute. to uh, D-Lock, the new channel supporter and member. Thanks, Absolute. bud. Absolute. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah, I just want bullet points. I think for me, you know, what I like is when the new expansion comes out, 
they it, to their credit, they always try to do something or implement some new mechanic or new feature. You know, we got the glaze, you got strength. I wonder what got, that's gonna be. What's yeah. gonna be the it's new It's gonna be a new thing. subclass. It's gotta be. It's oh. gotta be the final darkness subclass. They can't have it? three light and two dark. It's gotta oh, be the final got, darkness uh, subclass. We're getting it. Okay. okay. If they count kinetic as a third thing, you mm. know what I mean? They've been flirting with that in a twab. Yeah, they even mentioned yeah. a twab. Yeah, yeah, they've been flirting I, like I, kinetic's I, gonna get more love. Sorry. I'm I'm on your side that that I think all of their messaging beforehand was like there are going to be three eventually, but I think at some point they were like, do we need the third one? Because kinetic kind of counts, and I think you they might have dropped it. Can I say something that really rubbed me the wrong way? Let's go in in the in the um, Vidoc for Lightfall when they're mm-hmm. like everyone wanted everyone wanted us to do poison, but that was too obvious, so we did strand. <laughs> it's like, dude. Everyone wanted you to do poison because there's already exotics in the game incorporating that. It would fit into the lore perfectly. And that just seems like a little bit of self-satisfaction. Like, we're going to do, you'll never expect this. It's kind of like, bro, sometimes you do the expected because that's what your fans want. That, because it's like, are we, maybe the, the final so what shape do you, What do you will... want the last one to be if you could make one? Poison! Do the oh, freaking poison Oh, you do want the poison. Oh, okay. Oh, you want poison again. My necrotic grips have got to synergize with the new subclasses and some BS. No, I don't know whether it's, like, again. You want Taken? Dude, poison, the hive poison whole situation, mm-hmm. like, rot, decay, really made sense thematically, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and... Again, I hope I, I hope that they didn't just die and I hope they did, didn't just die and bury it to have like a one up on the community, like uh, to do something uh, I, unexpected. I, so I have another leak. Uh, I actually know what the sixth element is. Um, it's uh, silver. Flowers. Um, a silver. You <laughs> yeah. It's it's a it's a it's an element, and uh, it, you can kill anything in one shot with it. But it it takes five dollars from your bank account. Oh yeah. Everybody, everybody use a power and buy each using, bullet using this using the super is ten dollars. So if you want to use the super, and you just you just yeah. cash flies out of your guardian, yep. and and you just Lo- you kill love everything. It, dude. Yeah. So is it love silver it. or is it good. green? Which one? Oh man. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's gotta be it's gotta be silver. I assume. Well, it probably like the grenade. I imagine is like it it makes like coin come out of it when it explodes okay, you okay, know yeah. um so yeah and they do nine, really... nine million damage for yeah. all bullets yeah yeah mm-hmm. I, I, they've got to do a class because they had that whole extra year in delay because of life i don't know i i feel like i feel like they can get it done hopefully and you know for all the faults lightfall had strand is very cool and it's a very it different cool. new addition it saved oh, the expansion just it really yeah. did. without, without that, without oh, that well the, the actual campaign would have made a lot more sense without it but mm-hmm. actual content was sure. yeah like it really relied on strand so imagine I, if Strand was in Witch Queen, like it was originally. Put. I agree. Oh, yeah. Imagine That's how weird. good that expansion would have been. Witch Queen would have been amazing. I, already yeah. got you. Yeah. Yeah. The last element is Travis because he's so toxic now. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That That's was good. good. So the only thing That's I want to say as a counterpoint yeah. to this, mm-hmm. Witch Queen, we mm-hmm. did not get a subclass focused on story. Campaign was fire. When we got when we've got subclasses, stasis, beyond light campaign, everybody there, has some questions. Because they traded a story for just introducing the I, subclass. I get, I get that. If, if they had told the exact Witch Queen story and then also you just got the strand oh, that's subclass. Fine. That's fine. That's fine. That would have been the- a big 
anything. I, just, yeah, I, I don't need a training montage. I don't need to get tired every other five minutes or anything like that. I'm trying to use it like dude, that. That dude, mechanic can't happen. It, again. it would almost be wor- worth just separating it. Um, and like how, okay, you got to pay for Lightfall to get the new aspects that come out in Season of the Deep. Right. You got to pay for File Shape. We introduce the new subclass the next season. Mm. You get it. You have to buy the File Shape to get it. And But then you solve the problem of the disconnected storyline. You absolutely bring everyone back to get this new subclass for the next season. Maybe that's something that they could think about doing because they already split the subclass up a hell into of a other things. Yeah, so I could see that. Or like not even the next season, but maybe middle of the year. Middle because of the season, were, yeah. Kind of doing that with the previous uh, round of seasons where they were doing the 3.0s yeah. of like Arc and Solar as seasonal yeah. content. So those are awesome. Like, like, those those are great seasons. Cool. Yeah, I love from, those. From a sandbox perspective, anyway. Mm-hmm. No, I loved it. Let's see. I, I, I got to disagree with Mains, though. I think I think Strand was supposed to be part of a Witch Queen, and I, it's far. I know we got Necrotics and we got Osteo. But I think those were the infancy stages of Strand, and it's an incomplete project that stays there. And then we got this, and then they told that bad story, you know, to to try to fill it around and made the whole story about yeah. Strand. Because because instead of they, they instead of developing poison or decay, they spend all their time starting from scratch to one up the community for no reason. That's that's what I'm annoyed oh, I, about. I think it, it was that hold on. I think it yeah. would have been Strand in the Witch Queen. I yeah. think it was. Well, there's there's leaks. Like if you go look, there's leaks about abilities that were uh, the ability to like um, the insight one. What was that ability? Deep sight. Deep sight. That's where you're supposed to grapple. Well, we're dealing with like deep sight was dealing with like memories and stuff like that, and then we've got the puka that are helping you with like emotions and all these like darkness stuff. It's yeah. There there was leaks though at some point where somebody was looking at like some of the footage for Strand. And it was saying it had like deep side some leak like text didn't get transferred over like it was totally they would have to convince me otherwise that it wasn't supposed to be part of Witch Queen so I'm with you there yeah. I don't know I mean if you got like a twelve mission and again stretching here but if you got like a twelve mission final shape campaign that didn't have a subclass like there's a lot that can happen in those twelve missions if it's not there but again also as you said if you can find a way to introduce it separately later on and still have but like the development work went into it like an expansion did that'd be the best of both worlds but i can dream yep. Great. but i'm thinking with travis on the biggest thing i want to see is post final shape yeah whether, it, whether it's season 25 or expansion what year 11 something. i need to know what it looks like because that's also the other thing i think they have to sell everybody on. i want to see what eververse Ornaments are coming after Final Shape, baby. As long as my silver, my I mortgaged my house for silver. As long as that's a good investment, still we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm on yeah. my third mortgage, but man, my guardian looks fire. Yeah, yeah. Look, he looks so sick. I am waiting until the August showcase to explain what the veil is. Actually, you think that's going to be the big? Well, apparently the veil containment thing is going to go on all year long or something. Like it's. Give us backstory. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that, the, yeah. The, the storytelling method. Of... By the way, do you guys believe them when they say that it was intentionally kept vague so that they could drip feed it throughout the year? Do you believe them or do you just think? No, it was all done in the last like year out of panic or whenever they announced the Lightfall. Like we're on to your games, Bungie. You've literally done it before. Like we did it. With, they did it with Rise of Iron. Hackers like just calling them straight to their face. Nope. You're I mean, they they literally said like we uh, we needed more development time, so we made Rise of Iron. Like we, you can't 
pull the wool over us again. Like, no, this is our true intention the whole time. Like, I don't believe you. The cookout. <laughs> I'm messed with you. Cactus is like, I haven't been invited to the cookout in a long time. He okay, but none of it. You're not at the round tables, yeah. Like as if I don't say messed up stuff, dude. I gave their game like a four. <laughs> like you know what I mean? I still got yeah. Like yeah. I love y'all keeping it real. No, I think the last thing I wanted to say was just that. Usually every major expansion is usually some business announcement. Hey, we're free to play. Hey, we catch us on this platform. Hey, we're do. I'm very curious. That could the be the next gen type stuff. I could see mm-hmm. that being in there. It's going to uh, be usually some feature we forgot about or acquisition merger that they collaborated with that's going to affect the the bigger picture of destiny and remember with cross play and all that stuff you know cross save and all that kind of stuff that's true they they always have i gotta give them credit with a big expansion there's always one big business feature that they add and say hey get ready for this to get the crowd i don't think it can be the next gen thing it's like it's no no one's gonna be excited about the news that we're we're dropping consoles so i don't know how they're gonna frame that as like a next gen thing they still, the, someone said a good point. Someone said LFG still isn't done. And they, well, they said, LFG is going to be season 23 oh, unless it gets pushed. Yeah. That's what you say, Travis? Years ago. It could be something to do with their exclusivity on PlayStation because they have kind of already alluded to that. So it could be like PSVR version of the game or something oh, like that. Man. I could see that. As long as they yeah. do that yeah. stuff, then I got a product. No, they've already announced it. There's already exclusives on PlayStation. Didn't they already announce that? No, no. They, no. they, they no. brought the closest no. no. stuff and all that stuff on Xbox and all that. Yeah, it, it no, is. Everybody was scared. Everybody's like, oh, there you go. There's like, oh. You, what, did you send me a text or a tweet about that? Be like, dude, can bro, you I send said, me something? And I was like, bro, they never once said it was up. exclusive. I'm like, just bro, read. I thought they specifically read. said there wasn't going right. to be more exclusives. Historically, D1 players are scarred. Xbox guys did not get hawk mood into like. Yeah, you know, they've they, had they, six they, years oh, to yeah, heal. I don't like, need to hear this crap. It's six years old, dude. That was so. the have side. You were the have side. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But they like, how would they didn't do it in D two? They didn't how do would it they even? How would they even do exclusives now? Because it's like everyone's cross play, yeah, cross cross. cross like my original account is from the PlayStation, but now I play exclusively on uh, PC. So like, am I still? I, so I bought the PlayStation version. So they Ooh. kind of already have the infrastructure for this because of uh, uh, DRM. Uh, digital rights management so if you own all of the expansions on xbox and then you try to play them on pc you already have to deal with that problem right yeah not having access to all the content or somebody not having access to a certain strike and they get like a little node that locks them out and says you don't have access to this so they kind of already have the infrastructure to block out certain platforms or certain players on platforms from joining activity so i don't think technically it would be a problem it's just a question of would they do it and I, I, okay, I, 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 I will uh, accept that you guys are right and that I was wrong about the PlayStation exclusives. I thought I saw something about that. Um, I but, think they uh, specifically I, said I they would, wouldn't, is what you saw. Yeah, I think of, part of the deal. Maybe, you, know what I'm, you know what I'm probably thinking of? I'm probably thinking of the PlayStation crossover stuff they did with the, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's what that. that was. Cog was, he was like, dude, you need to send me something. I'm like, it wasn't for me. No, I, I know, I know you knew, but the fact that you needed to send me a link to you so you could yeah. send it to somebody else, I'm like, because 
people didn't believe them. But they, they were like, they also didn't log in to look. That's the thing. They would they wouldn't actually log in to be like, is it there? No, that people were so in the uproars, so remembering. Bro, Six we years ago, I know. I'll never forget this. This is one of the most I tell oh, Desolate this travel. One of the most gangster things Desolate Gary has ever done, and I always respect him for that. Is when they had him on an interview with Deej. And it was, I think it was Take It King, and all the Xbox players thought, okay, now we're going to get Jade Rabbit. Now we're going to get all, because the one year of exclusivity has passed. And they could not answer Destin with a straight face as to when Xbox players were going to get those max exclusives. And everybody said, oh my God, they secretly extended the deal. What, what's going on? So Xbox yeah. players have been forced to deal with that for a long time. So when they see so PlayStation. Was, all 12 of them. I was like in Destiny, and it was also six years ago in Destiny One only. So I get it, but that was the thing, and people were like, "Yo, we're paying the same money as them for less content." That was a huge deal. Destiny wasn't the first game to ever do that, so it's like, but it doesn't make it good. I never said it didn't, but they shouldn't be like. But it was thrown at that point. Not the precedent. That's how people get locked into agreeing with bad ideas. We don't need to get this podcast into precedent. That's a whole different show. It's not the. You shouldn't. You should accept false premises. But yeah, I think. Well, just say I was in the room for that. By the way, oh, you were in the room for that. Yeah. And, and I also uh, once at Bungie asked them, uh, so in five words or less, why do you hate your Xbox players? And they <laughs> didn't answer me, obviously. <laughs> I was mostly messing with them, but I was bro, like, why do you hate your deal? It was wild, bro, back then. It was crazy. Um, sorry, go ahead. Marcus. Well, just going to say, I actually do agree with like the software part of it. Like, yeah, we had cross-play one time. We had, so I wonder... Maybe they'll like reveal the fire team finder and like this is coming to the game. Like, even if it's coming season 23, it's like it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, LFG people, like, would be big. Dude, like, I don't think people realize like how much that's going to rejuvenate the game. All these people who have like stopped playing because they, you know, can't do a raid or can't whatever, it's just going to open up this whole new world of content to them. I think it's actually a pretty, pretty big deal. Now, again, like, they got to show what's coming after Final Shape and they, they got to give us some sort of update about like, the seasonal model, like we're all pretty burnt out from it. Like, so well, we know they're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, yeah they're going to do that. some PVP. Hope, hopefully, some, some, PvP. some PVP. Some PVP. Yeah, some PVP, bro. Yeah, real. I mean, uh, yeah, that transcript doesn't lie, guys. And <laughs> I, I should also add that at the end of that thing, he also said, uh, "I'm sorry if that's a lame answer, but it's what it is. I would be yeah. taken out." back behind behind the shed if i revealed anything yeah so, so it's the, the, the august I mean, reveal is reveal, right? like I, they wouldn't have saved that for the last question because yeah. they had that question in advance and they chose to make yeah. it last the august reveal seems a, a little bit spicier there's an extra there's an extra pepper in the bowl now thanks to that little nugget so. yeah well this is it this is the big finale right like darkness is all done the with the uh, uh, you know if we do continue dusty i hope it's like we're going to a new galaxy or something something really new and interesting or um that would be cool you're shaking your head now oh here's the here's the <laughs> system I, thing I, I that's just going to be, be like, they're deleting I'm... the content vault everything's back oh oh we go blow up the tower again Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, wait a sec. Dedicated but, servers would be another one that I would be. Oh, oh yeah. Destiny kind of already has dedicated servers. I think that's a little bit of a misnomer, but uh, yeah, I, I, I would, I think they could do something like that and get some easy PR. 
Um, I don't think they will, though. I think they're going to focus fully on the the final shape and the future of Destiny. Oh, I think I misspoke because I made some people angry. Not that DCV is back. The DCV doesn't exist. All the old content has been remade, and it's back in the game. Like, they rebuilt everything. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can get Red War. Maybe you get Red War. Crap, I don't know. But I'm like... Here's my my dream. My dream is that they just merge Destiny 1 with Destiny 2 and give us all that That'd be great, man. Seems like they're slowly working their way, like, almost to do that. They kind of have been anyway. So, like, that would be like a a big announcement of like, Hey, we're bringing all of destiny together, one umbrella. And after the final shape, we're going to lose the two and we're going to go back to just being destiny. If they did that, I think that, that would be, me. that would be the and, legit and business like, announcement. That would, yep. that would do it. And like all the air, you were like, we're getting Venus back and stuff like that. Yeah, like, I, yes. But like for, but like obviously they can't just do it all in one thing. But like that would be their future plans. Like we have one DLC, or like you know we bring Venus back and we have the the old content and we're expanding with new content, new storylines and stuff like that. It's already in the game. Volta Glass is in the game. Yeah, Mm -hmm. true. Is that part of that? What what raid do you guys want in uh, the next season? What raid do you guys want next season? This is the last question. We'll wrap it up. So, Wrath of the Damn Machine. Wrath of the Machine had the best raid weapons in Destiny 1. Mm. The the, the unique perks that they they made them different. Like, Fatebringer's dope, but Fatebringer just had two normal perks put together. The the, the Wrath loot was like, you had brand new perks, triple, double, and stuff. Or like, uh, double, triple, whatever it was. Like, that was lit. Like, that was cool. Uh, Apparently, I don't know. The rumors are that they're not going to. I'm still holding out hope. I hope they do. The raid I want is... um, Raid Shadow Legends. I want to know what this <laughs> elf is about. And on that I want bombshell, to... <laughs> I want to know what this very well bosomed elf lord yeah. is doing. I actually look at me so hungrily. What's going on? Put it in Destiny. Thank some people God. were saying like Zebu Wrath was like. Some people were saying Zebu Wrath after the three like statues was like horny for us or something. I saw that somewhere that people were like. It was weird. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? She says so questionable. So Bungie's like, we're gonna get the Genshin Impact crowd. What you just you wait. Yeah. When Zivu Wrath comes out <laughs> it's with, like... with an anime body and yeah. so, like she's an anime. <laughs> it's the character. Genshin, it's the Genshin crossover event. Oh, yeah, ex- <laughs> oh. oh my gosh. Uh, that'd be good. Um all right. I want to make sure this man can get back to his family because we we stole him for long enough, but uh, mm-hmm. had an absolute blast, man. Thank you for being oh, here. Well, thanks for feel having free, me. Feel free to clip out that intro. It's just going to make your videos a lot longer. So, you know. Oh, well, <laughs> listen, listen, apparently what have we been here for two hours? Mm-hmm. So apparently I could have just gone. What is up, guys? It's your boy, Rick Kakis. And today that right there. Two hours long. Apparently, that's also <laughs> two hours long, according to degenerates on Reddit. Okay, like uh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. I, can I say one thing? I saw is so yeah, funny. Please. I remember when I was getting like roast on Twitter, and people would like bit like uh, doing something before Rick's intro, but they would take a clip from a video for I was talking about uh, a Nightfall weapon. And I do my little intro at the beginning, and then I would just start talking about like, all right, so this is a nightfall weapon. Uh, it comes in either normal or adept. You have to do the grandmaster to get the adept. The adept is gonna have. I'm just like talking about the different, and they're like still playing their clip, and I'm like, this is not my intro. Yeah. I'm literally just like, this is where you get the weapon, and this is like, and I'm like, 
how bad are the videos that these people are used to watching where like it just starts and it's like yeah so kill clips pretty good and then it's like there's no context you don't go you don't know where to get the weapon from we just start off looking at the perks i'm like what is going on here i always thought that was so interesting because like i don't think that's part of the intro i think i'm just talking about like where to get the weapon from but mm -hmm. Um, I just got like roasted because of that because people were like, "No, like we got we talk about the the God roll second one." Believe me, it's like when it comes to long winded stuff, I'm probably worse than you. I'm just not I'm as a, big as you. I'm taking all the heat. I'm, I'm, I was like, I'm uh, just not uh, as big as you. But the, only, the one the I was... meme, the soldier like doing that, oh, yeah. the arrows going yeah. to his back. I'm protecting yeah. you. Um, but I also like, I love long, like the truth is I love long form content. I grew, I love magic. The Gathering, like that. Dude, I will watch <laughs> hour long magic, the gathering content of like just three grind matches. And I'm like, this is great. Right. Um, I love that stuff. Like really long form. I've watched like multiple hour long videos and stuff like that. Um, as long as it's interesting, I love that stuff. Like, I don't want to have like a, a, a cut up, almost like a extended TikTok clip that leaves out quest steps and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, no, mm -hmm. dude, I want all the information. Guy, because I remember what, I watched. What? What's your colorway? Oh, my color? Uh, yeah. Honestly, green. I think overall green. I'm a, I'm a big green stompy guy. Like, just get in there with the big like guys. But honestly, I end up playing red a ton just because, like, you get those matches done quickly on arena. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, I, I will tell this one story. I don't know if I've told it before. It's just funny. Like, I, I remember, like, um, I uh, didn't end up getting, I think it was the last word or something. And what is some exotic and forsaken because it was so much stuff i went back i was like okay i'm finally gonna get it um i went back and i watched a guide i'm not gonna say whose guide it was but i watched the guide i'm trying to follow this guide and they did not cover the final quest step so i'm in the part where you have to get all the messages i missed one i was nine out of ten or whatever it was and so i was like what the hell and i look and yeah they just didn't even cover it. so i was like um, I had to go and open a completely separate walk, 15 minute walkthrough video and find the one I missed. And I'm like, this took more time than like the two minutes everyone cries about in my video. I'm like, mm. I had to open a separate video because like a oh, quest cool. that wasn't covered. And I'm like, dude, people don't realize though that it's like, yeah, like if you are confused about a part, you are praying for those extra couple of minutes Absolutely. to like make sure you have all the content absolutely this is what tiktok has done to people oh you know, dude it's worse the now people, span of a mosquito. Worse i know now. it's horrible oh my the tiktok longer people than 30 do, seconds yeah. they're angry they're like they're why yeah. yeah this could have been a text well yeah, i, I would could be have been a text cacus on because i'm like, i'm long-winded but i was like i feel like my demographics if you take the little like triangle of the demographics for age i feel like you can like you've got like the fortnite creators where it's all pushed like up Mine's pushed a little more mature because it's a little more. Yeah, long mine form. is too. Yeah, around like thirty years <laughs> yep. old. Yeah, like that's that's. But that's the Destiny crowd. Like the meme yeah. is the Destiny dads. There's a hell of a lot yeah. of dads that play Destiny. That's like right. an actual thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. The haters continue. Are you doing your thing out here, man? <laughs> salute. It's. Salute. I just think it's funny. Like it, you know, of all the things to be hated on, it's really not that bad. Yeah. Like, you know I, what I mean? It, I'll, I'll deal I, with it. Uh, you having fun out there, man? Always appreciate the content and um. One thing is you're a real you're a real woman. I always anybody what's funny is anybody I'm in a party or whatever, if I hear any slanderous cacus, I'll be like, hold on, we not doing that. 
That's the homie. And at the end of the we day, we that slander for Paul Tassie. <laughs> yeah, exclusive voice. Exactly. No, no, but you're a real one. I always tell people, you know what I'm saying? You're a real one from the beginning. You know what I mean? You've been rocking with us. You don't play the Hollywood game and stuff like that. I mean, you got a chance to build. I remember we watched that. Who got knocked out? Did we watch the. um? We watched. uh. No, it was um, Masvidal get and his Masvidal. flying knee knockout on Ben Askren. Oh, ben Askren, bro, literal, literal history. Like history was made. We sat there. We was like, yo, shout out to Ben. Yeah, all. that was just pulled up. Jorge what, Masvidal's career right bro, there skyrocketed. We lost it, man. Salute to that, and uh, yeah, keep doing your thing, man. Super proud of you too, Amelie. Oh man, you're out here doing your thing, man. So, yeah, and well, I, I'm equally as well as you guys. Like, you, I, I always see you guys on, on like on Twitter still, and and other places still trucking ahead, still, still with Destiny, Destiny or bust, baby. Yeah, and but also branching out to some other things, you know, like it, it's really interesting to see like everyone still on the grind and, and doing well, and you know, a bonus getting to 100k and all that stuff. Like that's great, great to see. Good to see Chab doing his thing. Everybody's doing anything. So it's good to see, man. Fun show. Yeah, not cool. all of us get 300 million views on our videos and just like put up that video and retire for a month. <laughs> good to go, bro. Uh, well, do you guys want to knock out quick outros and we'll let this man go? But first, yeah, before you guys get there, Cacus, somehow if people do not know who you are and fall into this show, no. I would be surprised. No. But please tell them where to find all your stuff. Just Google Cacus HD and you're... No. She'll stumble upon me. Uh, yeah, at like at Rick right. Cacus on Twitter or the Cacus YouTube. That's it. That's like, I don't have anything else. Like, I don't, I have a TikTok that I never post on. I don't have an Instagram, which I apparently I need an Instagram to make a, threads a threads, account. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I don't like being Look stretched so thin with 20 different yeah, accounts, man. Like, it, it, I don't have time to keep up with that. Yeah, I can't, uh, mean game I can't crazy. follow. If you can't follow Cacus HD like me because you only have a 480p monitor, I su I recommend Cacus Standard Definition. Yeah, Cacus SD. Underrated content. Yeah, underrated. He's, he's still broadcasting um, in like the like yeah. four by six. Oh, like, that's uh, right. Yeah, yeah. You can only reach his content if your TV has an antenna on it. Yeah, the and shortwave radio content. He's killing it. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, it was really nice having you on, Rick. Haven't talked to you in a while. Um, you guys can find my stuff on IGN.com. Got a review of a Switch game if you want to laugh at that. I've got another review going live early next week. And then after that, I'm off to review Remnant 2. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Travis if you hate yourself. Cog, what do you got? Absolutely, <laughs> the cag is pulling up, man. Catch me on ILP this Sunday, waiting or not waiting for FTC decisions. Everyone wants oh. to hear what's going on. That whole Call of Duty saga. We got a good show planned on that. Go check that out. We may have a surprise. I don't want to jinx it yet. We'll see what happens on Sunday. And again, uh, salute to everyone who uh, supports Defining Duke. Has some good uh, turnout, some good fun. Shout out to Mr. Batty Plays. Checking us out. And then I'm um, still going to be doing GCX, getting everything lined up so I can see E and the crew. Are you and doing Cacus to GCX? No, with the I'm baby, no. Next, yeah, next year. Sense. Next okay. year, going to try to make it swing. Yeah. So I'll probably do that. And then uh, for those going on PAX West, I wanted to do Gamescom, but just it's just too much going on. Ooh, it looks like be a trip. Big, like some big Gamescom going on. But now, salute to everybody. And again, E, congratulations, brother. Super proud of you, man. I have no idea. I've seen the grind like from, from the very beginning. And to see you there is, is super dope, man. Well-deserved, brother. Yep, just before my 40th birthday next week, so. Hey, yeah, Destiny Dad. Destiny Dad. <laughs> yeah, it was like my Huskies ran away. So that's mm -hmm. that's yeah. 
Two of my dogs, I think, make one of your ginormous mountain dog that you've got up oh, there. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. what's Boris? What's the name? Boris. Yeah. Yeah. He's 130 pounds. Yeah. That's two of mine together then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's a he's a monster. So, uh, yeah. So for me, uh, I've got my stream tomorrow for the Bungie Day Giving Festival. All the Bungie um, direct relief in um, for the little lights and everything. That's tomorrow night. But I'll probably be streaming possibly both platforms tomorrow working on you know, Grandmaster Solo, Solo, Flawless, uh, Ghost in the Deep, kind of working on that type of stuff, doing stupid stuff in between. Fishing competition? Fishing competition? Fishing world first derby? World first, world first fishing derby, and world last exotic catch. So, you know, it's what I do best. Just get better RNG. Yeah, just get good. No, um, you guys know Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, but please go follow all of these guys. Go check out the um, Nintendo Switch review for everybody want to switch if you want to get a little laugh or two just to see what some of those games look like go watch ilp go give cacus uh just go put one of his videos on repeat for a while give him some love <laughs> and uh it's everybody out there episode number to see. 256 uh next episode i'll be 40 so for this episode Ooh. it has been the last word, word.